Welcome to the Uncut 90. I am your host, Dolakba, with a few special analysts. First up, we have Rookie. Hello, happy new year. Good to be back. Happy new year, happy new year. Welcome back. Uh, next up, we have Mo Kobina, a.k.a. David. The season is not going well. <laughs> For... <laughs> Manchester Man United, United, right? My fantasy team, Man United, but look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have George. Your head-to-head champion, Lil Pep, ground up. So here's a new intro, guys. I hope you guys like this Ghanaian song that Dolapo put huh? at the start of this podcast. I hope you guys liked and enjoyed it. <laughs> but let's go. What, what what is this Ghanaian song that I'm going to put? Because uh, don't worry, I hope they. Like, I just hope the listeners like the song. That's it. Okay, I mean, don't tell me a song. Ghanaians can't give me songs, and they want me to put songs. Okay, no we problem. We didn't say anything. The lapo, you put a Ghanaian next song. Next up, right? next up, we have G Max, aka Emeka. Hey, aka G Max, G Max. Let's go, let's go. Yo, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's so funny that George, who is from Spain, requested a Ghanaian song. Because, listen, listen, Emeka. Already blew my mind. I'm already No, 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 no. Emeka. Already mind blown. No, no, Emeka. What I'm saying is, I did live in Ghana, right? I lived in Ghana does not mean I'm Ghanaian. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, so George, let me Ghanaian ready. Hey, David, let's not go into it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't identify with those people. I just live there. That's it. Those people? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, that's a crazy way to start this episode. Okay. I uh, mean, all I can say to that is, shout out to being Nigerian. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I, I think this person is Nigerian, but I think he also <laughs> rejects Nigeria. Next, uh, last but not least, is Was. Was in the building. Yo, what what do we call people from Comoros? Because I was, <laughs> I was like, I was something a little bit. Maybe we should start the episode with a Comorian song. I mean, what do we call Facts. I'm going to find the no, biggest. No, no, no. Just stop. It's enough. It's enough. Yo, no, like. I think we, we definitely have to talk about that. Um, I guess we'll start there. So, Emeka, I'm going to give you the floor just to talk about, you know, we're going to start with AFCON because we are African and, you know, we haven't talked about it at all because we haven't recorded in a while. Um, but let's talk about the Ghana game because that was kind of like the biggest game of the tournaments, Ghana versus Comoros Island. Um <laughs> And, I mean, it was exciting. It was exciting. Comoros went up. Ghana got a red card, probably harsh. Um, Ghana came back. They were like, we're going to make it to the next round with two points. Very shameful stuff. Um, and then Comoros scored anyway, and they lost. Um, but, Emeka, just tell us how that game went. Tell us your reaction as someone that watches football like no one else. Like, how did Ghana lose this game? Yo, these, these questions that you have asked me, Donapo, these are excellent questions. <laughs> There was just so much that happened. Okay, so now let me just remind you of something you just said. You said this is one of the biggest games. <laughs> Coincidentally, this is only one of the biggest games in what? In hindsight. Hmm. Because prior to the game being played, the whole world thought they knew the outcome of the game. Facts. And lo and behold, the whole world did not know. Okay, maybe the people of Comoros knew. 
Quite frankly, I watched a YouTube video about them today. And quite frankly, that's not even how you say their name, but it's uh-huh. fine. Oh, exactly. how do you say it? Exactly. No, don't worry. We'll get there. Now, uh, Dolapo, about the game, I was surprised to see that Ghana was two goals down, you know, fairly quickly. You know, I asked myself, like, Ghana, are you serious? Are you serious? And then, are you got a red card? So I was, like, so surprised. I was so surprised because I just didn't know how this happened. There's an Arsenal man that plays for the club by the name Tom. Uh-huh. Was he there? He was there, but was he really there? Because London money was calling him. He didn't want to miss out on it. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's actually already back in London. Wow. Okay, I don't know. I can't verify that. I can't verify that. But but, but ultimately, I, I just thought it was fascinating. You know, the brothers played up top. On paper, you know, we knew a lot of the Ghanaian boys. Their keeper is from Swindon. Not sure why. But... But yeah, Dolapo, it was a cracking game. Shout out to the people of Comoros. They did very well. They held their ground. Even when the whole world thought that Ghana was coming back, they still said, nah, we are the island between Madagascar and some other few islands nobody knows. <laughs> and then and then you get to the coast of Africa. That's exactly where they are, actually. So so I was very shocked, Dolapo. It was the reason why I watch football, you know, it's an upset. We all live for upsets. We all root for the underdogs. You know, once again, Ghana has won the African Cup of Nations. How many times? Olapo? More than three times, I can tell you that. So this was just one of those things, one of those moments that went down in world football. Even soccer Bible carried the Comorossian team. Is that how you say it? Comorossia? 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 I don't know. <laughs> but it was just a mind blower. But that's all I have to say. The, the game itself, the goals were just pretty cracking, but standard goals. You mm-hmm. understand? So mm-hmm. nothing marvelous. Ghana was outplayed. They didn't do anything. They had a red card. Once again, Jordan, are you serious? Uh-huh. So that's all I have to say on that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to bring in our Ghanaians here, whether or not they, they claim it or not. But David, I'll start with you since you haven't denied Ghana yet. Um, give us your reaction Um I don't know if you got to see the game, but just to the scoreline, to being knocked out of the tournament um, from one of the easiest groups, honestly. I mean, you had Morocco, Gabon without Aubameyang, and Comoros Island, that we're not even sure we're pronouncing correctly, and you finished bottom of the group. Um, Yeah, what's your reaction to that? So first and foremost, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, Well, words cannot put everything that has happened, you know, words are not enough. Uh, We're in the mud. Uh, uh, Like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't understand why we are not doing well. To be honest with you, I've never seen Ghana win a trophy in my whole Mm. lifetime. I'm 20, I'm 29 years. So 2009. uh, Yeah, I mean, like a real you know, a senior level trophy, as you said. But this is the thing, though. We are in a stage where, you know, there's a lot going on in the country. And I'm disappointed. I can't, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm disappointed. Like, I was about to tune into that game. I was in a meeting at work. And I'm like, let, let me tune into this. And I'm like, oh, wait, Comoros is leading? And I'm like, who are these guys? <laughs> then I, I looked again, and they're like, we got a red card, and I'm like, the last game, like Ghana was just losing their temper and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I think, I think this is the thing, though. Like, we just need to go back to the drawing board, just work on the stuff that's going on. 
you know, there's too much that's going awry right now. Like, I can't even go outside my house. Like, people, as soon as I start talking, they're like, you sound like you're West African. I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to ask you, like, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, they're going to ask me, where are you from? But, like, anyways, man, it's it's disappointing as a Ghanaian. Like, luckily, this thing comes around every two years, not four years. But, yeah, like, group was pretty easy. I think Ghana should have done better. I didn't watch the game at all. Because I was I was annoyed. I'm like, dude, like, isn't enough going on in the world? Like, Man United is letting me down. Like, you guys, you know. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna go into it because you know I'm still, I'm still disappointed. But then again, Ghana has put me through a lot. I didn't deserve any of this. Mm. You know. But yeah, we, you know, we'll just keep looking forward to the World Cup. You know, hopefully. <laughs> Which World Cup? <laughs> Are you going to make the World Cup? Wait, hey, can I see the World Cup, no? Or am I wrong? I have no idea, honestly. But yeah, I think you... No, no, no we, the World we, Cup we, qualifiers... We beat South Africa. Are they... I don't think they're done yet. I think there's still qualifiers left. Yeah, yeah, you're not... Oh, oh... Yeah, because Africa, not, yeah, you have there? to play... Uh, the, I don't know who you play, but you play someone to get in. So, yeah, you're not in, though. And yeah, are you serious? Yeah, no, I don't think so. We 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 all verified that. You know, I like in Ghana to... Um, no, you have to. It's like a playoffs. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I like in Ghana oh, wow. to like uh, Barcelona, quite frankly. That is a, <laughs> a powerhouse, you know, maybe living in past gloom. You oh. see what I'm saying? I, I don't want to to rush anything here, but you know, if you think Asamoah and Michael Lessien and uh, the likes of quality wise, and now you're looking at the lineup and you see Wola courts. And Nyadom and Fatau Njiku. It's like I really don't know who I'm watching. Right can I, now. Uh, can I, can I tag on to this just, just real quick? Please. Um, the just point that you made. So we have players like I watched Premier League as you guys. We have Salisu. I was watching Lamte just kill it, you know, for Brighton. I was watching Callum Houghton, Adoy, all these guys. Like we as Ghanaians, like I was seeming to get back to the drawing board because. This thing that we are seeing, the quality is not good enough. Now we can't be last in this group. You know, we have we have players like you know. Uh, Josh was telling us that Nigeria actually paid their players this time. That's why they are performing. <laughs> maybe we also <laughs> maybe we actually need to also like make some structural changes. But like you know, yeah, as a Ghanaian, I'm disappointed. Like I watched the first two games were very very poor. Put me in a bad mood, bad mood throughout work, but. How are we gonna do it? So like I'm, I'm talking Sule, Muntari, and Apia. Name the Apia you want to name. Like it's just, it's just the quality has declined, and 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 in 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 a very sad way, although not sad, but in a very different way, Nigeria's quality has sort of kind of gone down a little bit, but we've kind of at least tried to stay steady. Why am I even saying we? But the Nigerian team has tried to to stay steady. <laughs> So, 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 you know, I just want to commend Nigeria right now. Actually, I, I, I can't think of any other team that won four games straight in the group stages. They, they, they Not might, four, uh, three, uh-uh. three. Sorry, three, three. three Nigeria three, won an extra game. Sorry, sorry. They, they might as well have. But my point ultimately is that shout out to them. They did very well. You know, I watched the games. I mean, most of the games were averaging uh, two goals or less. You know, in fact. I think Egypt has only managed to score two goals this entire competition. Very you know, true. Mind you. Exactly. And 
Nigeria, we've, I think, put up five or six. Six. You know, exactly. And, you know, they've been decent performances, decent games. I think we've only considered one goal. I would have to verify that. That's true. Exactly. So I think from that end, I would like to just commend the Nigerian super goals. They are indeed super. And we hope we see this uh, in the upcoming games as well. Yeah. And real quick, I'm going to let George just, you know, give us a reaction about the Ghana game and then we'll move on. Um, but the, the, the way that the AFCON or the qualification from the African continent works for the World Cup is you have to win your group. And then the 10 group winners, they're drawn. They're supposed to be a random draw. And you face someone over two legs. If you beat them, you make it to the World Cup. Um, and the 10 teams that are basically going to be drawn, it's supposed to happen this month at some point, are Algeria, Tunisia, Nigeria, Cameroon, Mali, Egypt, Ghana, Senegal, Morocco, and Congo, DR Congo. So Ghana has to beat one of these teams if they get drawn against them. And, you know, I don't know if you can. It's looking bleak. It's, I mean, it's actually really, uh, it's a very tough pathway to the World Cup, like, to have to it do is. that. Like, imagine you have a really good team and then you get drawn against, I don't know, Nigeria or Cameroon or whoever you think is strong. Yeah, there's a seed then. Like there's a there's a seed in for that group. So they seed like the best team, and then it's like they play the weaker team sometimes. Yes, you're right. I'm I'm looking at that now because you know what actually happened. The CAF because of course they're you know models of inefficiencies. They weren't sure how they were gonna do the draw. Like it took them a while to decide. Um, so I think they've more recently decided they're gonna actually use seeds. It's it's tough regardless. Um, but George, real quick, give us a reaction to this Ghana game, man, as a Ghanaian. Uh, so yeah, so um, guys, I lived in Ghana. That's not make me Ghanaian. Um, but I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch. <laughs> any, I've not watched any of the Apple games to be honest with you. I think the only game, the only game I watched was the Ghana, uh, Gabon. The one did you? So you have game. watched? Again. Yeah, I watched. I think I watched like the first. 30 minutes and it was really that's an interesting game to choose to watch by the way like exactly it, it was that was the first 30 minutes and i was like yeah what am i doing like you know i cannot keep watching this <laughs> like it, background noise it was distracting like you know i had to put the tv on mute and seeing what people were doing like you know it was kind of hard to not even watch it so i had to just turn the tv off but i have not watched any other games aside that game so i can't really give you a you know, my take on Ghana, but um, I'm just looking forward towards the World Cup with Spain because that's what I grew up supporting. Um, I think Ghana has put in, like David said, um, if, you, if, you, if you've ever supported Ghana, you've gone through all that, all, every single emotion. Like, imagine that game, the last game. They were 2-0 down. Now they're 2-2. Now they're giving you hope that they can actually win the game. And then what happens? Do you understand? So if you're supporting Ghana, you have to make sure, like, you know, there are certain things you need to do. Like, you have to make sure you, you've you eaten well, you've drank a lot of water, you've had a lot of rest, <laughs> and then whilst you're laying down, you watch Ghana. Like, you don't, you like, you know, you don't focus your whole day on, a, you know, watching. You don't do that, you know. It's, Ghana is, like, background. Like, if you have nothing mm. doing, you just watch Ghana. That, that's how it's supposed to be. But that's where we are right now. Well, that's where Ghanaians are right now. Um, 
<laughs> I, for the other hand, I'm just looking forward to Spain, what Lu- Luis Enrique is about to do with the Spanish team at the World Cup. You know, we'll be building like a Spanish camp in Barcelona, but that's a story for another day. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, to you know, the Spanish national team. Oh, okay. Thank, thank you so yeah, much for that's, that's that dishonesty. Yeah. Um, uh, the Lapo, the Lapo, I mean, like, Gabon they didn't even have their main guys. No, and I heard I had I haven't watched Gabon this whole tournament, but I've actually seen people say that they play pretty well. Yeah, that game, Dolapo, you could know what that game was bad. Even from Gabon, <laughs> it was like, poor. It was, it was bad, very like, poor. It was like, like kickball. Like that's what that game felt like. And every single ten seconds, the ref had to blow the whistle. Bro, I thought Copa America was terrible, but this is like a whole different level. Like. But then again, that's the only game I watched. I don't know about the other games. But that game in particular was terrible. Yeah, I think you just have to watch Cameroon and Nigeria games. I don't the, think their I games have been more watchable. Game. I don't think I'll ever watch a Nigerian game. But... Like in your life, you're saying? No, like why would I watch a Nigerian game? I, I, I'd rather watch Cameroon and maybe Morocco. You know, those teams. Those teams that play exciting football. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, Wes, I want to ask you about AFCON real quick, and we'll talk about other things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if you have anything you want to add about the Ghana game, but what I really wanted to ask you was to make a prediction um, or just tell us what team has been the most impressive or what team you would pick to win it if you were a betting man. Um. Okay, if I was a betting man, this is this is very, very difficult. I haven't seen all the teams play. In fact, that Ghana game yesterday was the first game that I watched, you know, so... <laughs> Good game to watch. <laughs> I don't think I'm in the right position to pick a team, but, I mean, I guess I can just say maybe Nigeria, because, yeah, that's, that's like, the easiest pick to make right now. Why? Um, they seem to be on form, you what? know, looking at the... Yo, what's up? Why? Why is Nigeria the easiest team? I don't understand. Nigeria is the is the is the easiest team to pick from the group stages. Who has performed better than Nigeria so far? Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like what else does he mean? There was there was no other like thought process that went into that besides after the group stages, the best team thus far. But I mean, we still have powerhouses. Like we have to look at any team that Mares is on is like going to be a special team so you know I, I still think um there's still a long way to go we we still have to consider Mo Salah you know yeah, we don't have to consider him Joe no we just have to oh look at me the team is Senegal actually they've Senegal. not been playing good football they've been it, playing it trash does, I think Cameroon it doesn't matter yeah, okay yeah. maybe Issa Hayatu has bribed all the refs. <laughs> the fact that the tournament is hosted in Cameroon, you know. And they're the defending champs, aren't they? Uh, I think Algeria won the last one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they beat Senegal in the final. Yes. You know, in fact, in the, in the semifinal, if you remember, Mare scored one sweet free kick against, against Nigeria. But yeah, so um, I guess my pick is no pick. I I, I can't I, I can't make a pick. But yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, rookie. Do you do you want to make a pick, or does no does no one want to make a pick? Nigeria, all the way. Hey. Okay. Nice. Nice. Any other any other comments or reactions about Afcon? Just anything generally, or shall we just move on? 
I watched uh I've watched Cameroon play. I've watched um how do you call it? I've watched Senegal play. I wanna make a note about Ivory Coast. They have way too many players. Like they border like just right next to my hometown, like just to the west of that. Like they have too many players. They have Zaha on the bench and and co. And they still struggle. I don't understand how they're not going to win it. But I think the knockout stage of of AFCON for all the listeners is something that we definitely have to watch because these African teams are going to make it out. I actually have some decent, like, really good players. And, like, Sebastian Haller is the top scorer in the AFCON right now, right? I thought it was Abu Bakar. Yeah. No? Yeah. No, it's Abu Bakar. It's Abu Bakar, Sabuba Kar? Oh, okay. So, yeah. I think Haller so might be the top scorer in Champions League, maybe? In Champions League. I'm sorry. I'm, I I misplaced my thoughts there. But, like, yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting to watch. Looking forward to games like Cameroon, Ivory Coast, stuff like that. I think Cameroon might go all the way. Host nation power. But we'll see. Yeah, I think... Happens. I know you Nigerians, so all of you said Nigeria. but Yeah. Like David said, I think uh, the, the, the knockout stages will be more exciting. Um... So, Are you gonna watch? But yeah. Yo, George. <laughs> George, I have to address something. This has been happening for too long. I, I know, you I see? know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, no problem. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, okay, Emeka, you don't have any any final comments on Apple for us? Honestly, I have a lot of final comments. I'll only give you guys a few. So <clears throat> David brought something to light, guys. Uh I don't know why we're, we're more excited for Euros than we are AFCON. George, I'm listening to him just, you know, describe our football like is this really pathetic thing that people are doing. Uh, uh, I, I want everybody see, to, see. to, to, to tap to, into... No, 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 no. You need, I'm not, I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah, I'm not going to... Okay. If, if, if the soccer is not good, I'm going to say the soccer is not good. I, 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 I'm listening I, to you, I, I basically said I only watch a Ghana game. And I said it was not good. I didn't say the whole Afcon, so don't. don't yeah, do that. yeah. Don't do that. So, so what he said was that what he saw is worse than the South American uh, competition. You said that, yeah. Exactly. So, so okay. So my point is that I want all of us to be rejuvenated, galvanized. We should go in watching this as proudly as we can, be irrespective of the quality of football, because this is or these are the people that represent us in the world, and so on and so forth. And then, last but not least. Uh, once again, shout out to Nigeria. I mean, our squad right now, to be honest, is filled with people that are actually in like teams that you actually know of this time. You mm-hmm. know, like even Iwobi can't break into the first team these days. Uh, he plays for Everton after being signed 40 million pounds. Don't ask me how Arsenal achieved that. <laughs> but ultimately, it's, you know, let's all gal- be galvanized and support them. I know Ghana has it hard a little bit right now. But for the rest of the nations that are considered quote unquote big nations, please let's be let's be confident in our teams and go all the way, watch all the games, support the team, share it, you know, do our own, you know, do as much as we can for our own guys. You understand? That's that's really what I want to say. Yeah, and and to your point, I do think that other competitions, a lot of times in the group stages, we see a mixed bag of football because you have some really good teams and some really terrible teams, and that makes for maybe not the most enjoyable games. Um, in the knockout stages, we're going to have the better teams playing each other. So hopefully we're going to see the best quality football possible. Um, with that, I want us to kind of switch gears and go to the... Delapo, Delapo, can, I, can I tack on to yeah. this? Can, they need to take it away from being sports. 
Like yes. I, we are, we the American viewers, like what you have to sign up for football. Champions League is on. Um, what is the name? Um, Paramount. Paramount. You have FA Cup on ESPN Plus. You have Premier League on Peacock. You have this. Being sports is not good, man. Nobody. Being like, sports is terrible. That's why it's difficult. It, it's just terrible, man. Like nobody's gonna pay extra and stuff. So maybe Afcon in the next two years, like we gotta find a way to put it on one of these major networks. Yeah, it's, it's helping La Liga. I see La Liga's numbers are going up because it's on ESPN. I even watch La Liga. Yo, like, sometimes. let me say something. Like, as much as you like to, you know, say which league is better and all that stuff, watching La Liga on Bean versus watching it on ESPN, I'm like, oh, La Liga can look like this. Like, it looks normal. Exactly. Like, Bean, exactly. I don't know what they're doing with the cameras or whatever, but they Bro. make it look like... And it's someone so just bad. took their camcorder to go record a game down the street. Like it's and then I mean, the new I mean, thing they're doing during AFCON that they weren't doing last season when they had La Liga is they're doing commercials during the games. They're like they're I, like I, water I, break. It blew my mind. No it water blew break. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no water break. Why are you on a commercial doing soccer game? Come on. I mean, I meant yeah. to like to add to your points on La Liga on being sports. I think the only thing I missed from that is Ray Hudson's commentary. That's the only thing I missed, to be honest. Yeah. Ray Hudson. So ESPN has to find a way to, you know, give us back Ray Hudson. Um, so, yeah, that's all. No, 100%. Because people that talk about it, the commentators on ESPN are not very good. Yeah. They're just like, uh, like we need, they're we just need, reading off back, of like Wikipedia yeah. or something. We need back Ray Hudson. That's for sure. Agreed. Agreed. I'm glad we agree on something uh, as a collective. Um, so let, let's switch gears and talk about EPL real quick. Um, EPL schedule has been kind of crazy. It's hard to keep up with. There's games today. There's no games tomorrow. Cancellations left and right. Um, one of the games that did happen that I feel like we should talk about, two of the games actually, both involving Chelsea. I think we should talk about Chelsea and their slump. They played today. They drew to Brighton 1-1. Um, their previous game, they played Manchester City. They lost 1-0. Um George, I'm going to come to you. Let's start with the City game. Um, just real quick, reactions to that game um, from both sides. Like, what's going on with Chelsea, really? Because City, I feel like they're just doing what they've been doing. Um, but what's going on with, with Chelsea? You know what's funny? The last time they played and um, we asked for people's predictions, it was mostly that, oh, Chelsea was going to win. I wonder whether they still thought Chelsea was going to win the second game. You know, um, just this past game week. I wonder whether they still think. Emeka, did you still think Chelsea was going to win? Uh, Emeka, it's not going to answer. It's just oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I'll let you finish. I think you have something you want to say. So I'll let you finish oh, okay, and then I'll address okay. the game. Yes. Right, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, um, so with Chelsea right now, uh, I think people were saying that uh, the reason, you know, this, that they, they, they are currently in, the, in like a dip with their form is because there was no Kante, there was no Jorginho. Um, well, there was no Kante. That's what they were saying. But I think the way Chelsea plays is um, their gameplay is mostly hinged on their uh, wing-backs. So James and then Chilwell. So they don't have those two guys. They have Alonso and Aspiricueta. And you can see those guys are not as dynamic as James and Chilwell. So you could clearly see that that is actually affecting their style of play and it's actually affecting their the way they play. Um, but as a manager, you know, Tucho, I feel like he needs to somehow adjust to it, right? 
you have to adapt. change the system. Yeah, change the system. Do something because you don't have the same players who were you know making the this current system work. You don't have the same players because everything is based on the wing backs, and you don't have energized dynamic wing backs right now. You have Alonso who who's defending is not the best and attacking is. It was good, but it's not the same Alonso as Pelicueta is old. So change the system. Do something. But he's sticking to the system, and it's not working. So until he changes the system, Chelsea's going to keep struggling. And now I see that it's like he's beefing with Lukaku. Yes, Lukaku came out, and Lukaku said, you know, he said certain stuff that he should not have said. But as a manager, and you're, you know, fighting for a title like the EPL, you know, you have to contain this. But I feel like the way he came out and the way, you know, like, I think the last game against Brighton, the guy came out and said Lukaku does not hold up play. He was poor up top. Like, he just criticized the guy just like that. You feel me? And I feel like Lukaku is already going through a hard time. And why criticize him like that? You feel me? So, it's not going to get better. I don't... I'm sorry, Chelsea fans. It's really not going to get better. Um, I think it's just downward, downhill from here. So until something happens, until the fullbacks come back, until something miraculously happens, I don't think it's gonna get any better. So yeah, Tuchel, like the lot of what you've been saying, Tuchel is not gonna last in, at Chelsea for more than two seasons. It's sadly enough. I mean, that's his know, track record. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. It's coming to an end, like already. Because you know, Abrahamovic is not gonna take this kind of performances after spending 135 million on Lukaku. Now nah, you're not gonna be doing this. So, yeah, that's my take. Make a jump in. You were going to say something or? Yes, yes. So <clears throat> I, I want you guys to notice. Uh-huh. Okay, so Hail Pep. Let's all Hail Pep. This masterclass genius. What a waste. What a waste. <laughs> all right. So let me just say this, right? Look, uh, Dolapo David. Uh-huh. You guys now have to see why selling some of your young talent is grossly detrimental to the team. This is why sometimes you have to just, you know, try and pay those people, you know, a bit more, try and feature them in more games, you know, figure out a way to mesh them into the team so as to not struggle when, you know, your injuries start coming. It's a very tough thing that managers have to undergo. We get it. But now look, see who is playing, Alonso. We know that Alonso defensively is really poor, like George has rightfully said, Right. So if you had the likes of Liveramento, you had the likes of Tariq Lamptey coming on now, we would have said, wow, like, okay, these guys are actually like potential superstars. You know what I mean? Now, granted, those players wanted us because they wanted to play more often. But then that's how you have to play the game. Who plays that game very well in this league? Pep. 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 Exactly. Pep plays that game very well. In this, and I'll give Pep the credit because he finds a way to make stars sit on the bench, like Jack Grealish and Riyad Mahrez. So anyways, point is that ultimately you have to figure out a way to keep your young talent. Now, I'm not saying this is Tuchel's fault because obviously those players were already gone. But I'm saying from a bigger perspective, from a managerial or an ownership perspective, you have to release what you're doing. So this is really what Chelsea is facing, right? When a team starts to lack defensively, it is not just the defense that then suffers. The whole team starts to suffer because now you're starting to move people around. Now you're giving people either more responsibility or less responsibility, etc etc it changes the dynamic and the flow of the team and this is what Chelsea is facing right now if Kante is out or unfit 
and it's not regular and then you have Chilwell out and the likes are going out, it just kind of starts to change the dynamic. That mojo starts to, it starts to go away. Now, I want to now address this. Yes, Chelsea has slumped. It's so bad because if Arsenal wins all their game in hand, not to talk about Arsenal here, but if they win all their games in hand, then they're actually tied on points with Chelsea. And paper, on paper, both sides are, are night and day almost. Chelsea is, is, is a, Chelsea can fill two starting teams and Arsenal cannot do that. Do you see what I'm saying? So ultimately, I just want everybody to keep track of, look, young talents should not always be sold in the event of the first team being strong, etc. That's one. Two, testament to something here. Dolapo, Oroki, Kerry, everybody, just listen. Manchester City, they think they're untouchable, right? Now, let me just ask you guys this. Do you know that almost every other club in the league right now has gone through their very serious bout of COVID? If you guys notice, Man City, Man City is like the last team that is about to be hit, and they'll be hit hard. No, 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 no. <laughs> because, hold on, hold on. They'll be hit hard because they have a lot of soft boys. De Bruyne, soft as hell. Soft as hell. A sideline, one week, minimum. He's already had COVID. He's... You know that, right? Exactly. So, it's, has he had Omicron too? <laughs> See, guys, 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 let me just tell you guys now. Man City, kudos to them. Pep, Pep, Pep is making it happen. He's making it happen. But Dolapo, just watch. No. Do you know who started? Who started this season strong? Was it not Everton? Now they fired their manager. Chelsea, they went strong. They did. Liverpool went strong. They did. I am telling you, Arsenal started weak, came up, but they will dip again. <laughs> so then, so then, what is inevitable here, Dolapo? I'm telling you right now. I don't wish ill will for anybody. I hope everybody is successful in life. But we are seeing no. that everybody must dip at some point this season. So Man City is yet to come. Nah. Man City is yet to come. Popo. So I, I just want to add on to what Emeka said, right? See, here's the thing, Emeka. Here's the thing that you don't get with Pep, right? So there was a game week where Jack Grealish and Phil Foden went out to party, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, they had, I think after they beat Leeds 7-0, after that game, that's when that event happened. And then when they came back to training, Pep saw the videos and was like, okay, you guys are now going out. Guess what? I'm not going to play you. You understand? So Pep did not play them. And in the press conference, it was like, yo, you cannot be putting the squad at risk by, you know, making decisions like that. You have to stay indoor. You have to quarantine because once you go out there and you get COVID and you come back in, there's, like, there's a chance that you can affect everyone. So those are the measures that Pep is actually taking to protect his team. That is why his team is not getting them, it's not hit by COVID. Mind you, last season, they started off with 13 players. 13 first team players. Almost half the team had COVID. But he still found a way to still stay in the title race. And it's not, my whole thing is, it's all about man management. If you are protect, if you are telling the players that, hey, don't be going to party. I think the Leicester team, they said Leicester had COVID and then they threw like a party or something like that for the fans. And some, some, something like that. You understand? So these are some of the decisions that some of these managers are making where they're not really protecting their players, putting them in situations where they can contract COVID and then in return, it's affecting the team. Pep is not doing that. Again, testament to his genius. Do you understand? Testament to what? Pep's genius. Greatest manager ever. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, all right, all right. Okay, David, yeah, please cut him off. Please, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Michael. Um, this is a thing like Omicron is so transmissible 
like you don't even have to go to a party or anything. Mm-hmm. Like literally, you can just be walking around. Someone, it's very transmissible. The thing, I, the thing I want to say is that not to take anything from Pep. I've watched enough of the Premier League since 1992, whatever. Hey, David. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but it's you. Hey, hey, you already told us your age on this episode. <laughs> But 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 1992 is in the 90s now. Yeah, you were watching it before you were born, or when you were one. No, I watched Premier. I, I watched I, Premier I, I said in the 1990s. 1990s. Oh. No, I watched Premier in the 90s. I watched Premier in the 90s. Like, like what what Pep is doing, the guy is really really brilliant. But the thing too is that if they even get hit by a bout of COVID, like you're saying, America, they have so many players. <laughs> they have like so many players. They have like a backup for a backup for a backup, like. The, the team is stacked. Like I, I don't even know where to start. No, I get, that. I get I that. Guess. No, I get that. And we said the exact same thing about Chelsea, correct? They were stacked equally. I'm saying that it is not the fact that you're stacked because you can be stacked, and that stacking or whatever can lean towards a direction. No, for I Chelsea, mean, yes. it just happens to be offensively, and I'm talking the forward midfield offense as opposed to like the lower midfield going into the defense. You saw what I'm but saying. America, you, I'm, do, I'm, you do know that staying fit is also part of the whole coaching. Absolutely. Environment. Absolutely. Everybody is trying to stay fit. Trust me, all managers are mandating that their players do not party. For some no, reason, no, no, some no, players do and some players I'm, I'm don't. I'm talking about managing games. No, no, no. Like, I know. Just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. No, 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 no. no. I, I get what you're saying. I'm even now just now moving on because, yes, everybody cares about fitness. All managers do and they try to maximize their players' fitness. Arteta struggles with this because he plays um, Odegaard, I think, in EFL and FA and, and every other competition and then somehow rests ESR sometimes. I don't get that. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, the point, the point is that, uh, David, you're right. George, you're right. These guys have dench, dench squads. But I'm just saying, I just feel this year, it just seems inevitable for, for Pep to also have a bit of a slump because every other manager around him has had that slump. West Ham has had it. Liverpool has had it. Chelsea has had it. Everton has had it. Arsenal started with it. And then, like, it just seems like it's inevitable. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying, like, statistically speaking, I think it is inevitable. But Yo, I also want to say... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to bring Rookie in here because I haven't heard Rookie's voice in a while. Um, Emeka's point obviously makes sense that every team goes through a slump at some points. I don't think that's something you can argue about vehemently. But I think that the error in your thought process or your logic is you're, comp- you're comparing Manchester City to Arsenal, to Chelsea, to these teams that have not really shown that they're on Manchester City's level. Um, I think I saw a stat that for the past three seasons or four seasons that City has won the league, They've won at least 14 games in a row or something crazy like that. And they're doing it right now. Like, they're on that streak. And even if they lose their next three games, who's catching them? So, Rookie, I don't know. Like, is what I make us say makes sense? Like, do you think that these other teams have any chance of catching City? Because to me, I'm like, it's done. I don't really know why we're even talking about it. Like, there's any conversation. I I. I don't agree with Emeka on this only because, you know, people said the same thing about Liverpool two seasons ago during their COVID season. Oh, it's not sustainable. You know, they're going to lose at some point. And once they lose, it gives the opportunity to other teams to catch up. We all saw what happened there. Nobody caught up, not even City. Same thing as last season when City pulled away. 
you know, it was, it started off, I think it was like seven points between United and City. Obviously, we knew United wasn't going to challenge City, but the gap, you know, it grew. I think that at this point in the season, the gap is just too much for anybody to catch up to them, even if they were to go through a slump, because we also have to look at the stats of how the other teams are doing. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, is it Chelsea that's going to catch them? Nope. No. Is it Liverpool who's going to catch them? Mm, no. Maybe. No. <laughs> Liverpool's not catching them, even when they get solid back. Like it's not, it's not happening because it's we've way seen too big of a gap. it's way too big of a gap. And even with Salah, we've seen Liverpool struggle at times this season without Salah. Like <laughs> I don't really know where Liverpool would necessarily be. And then you look further down the list. West Ham's obviously not going to catch City. United probably isn't even making top four. Why are you looking that far you know? down? <laughs> um, I've already stopped looking down. Spur- yeah, like. That's what I'm saying, where it's just kind of like, I understand what Emeka's saying in that teams go through their slums, but how often does City go through slums, first of all? Secondly, let's say they do have a COVID outbreak. You are now expecting City to not draw, but lose, you know, like five games and every other team behind them is going to win those five games. Like, that's not going to happen. And they can also Um, cancel games. Like, we haven't even talked about that. Like, they can get COVID cases, and they can cancel games. We've seen teams cancel games and only have one known case of COVID. Like, yeah, so exactly, because thing. that's what they did with Arsenal. So um, I think that, honestly, a lot of us underestimated City in the beginning of the season, myself included. I'm not um, included. Yeah, I'm not included either. No, I said a lot of... I, I, I didn't I, say I, you guys. You said I just, us. I just want the listeners to know. A lot of us. Us doesn't include some of us. When I'm saying us, I'm I'm talking in general. Yeah, you should have Including I, I. some of the pundits and things like that. <laughs> I, I. So you guys can remove yourself if you want. But um, I think a lot of, te- a lot of people underestimated City and the thing with Chelsea is that because of the difference in their results between Lampard's era and Tuchel's era and then them besting City um, for the Champions League final the complaint about Chelsea last season was always oh they don't have you know I mean they had a striker but they don't play football (laughs) no what I'm saying is the complaint about Chelsea was that they didn't have a proven goal scorer. So when they went out and signed Lukaku, obviously with his success at Inter, you think, okay, they should be able to improve on what they've done last season. The funny thing is that I feel like they're they're playing worse than they were last season and they're in a worse off position now. Like if Tuchel didn't win the Champions League, with their current form, I don't think that he would still be the manager just because we've seen like they're the points that they're off of City now 15, 15. is more than when Lampard got sacked at this point last season. Shit, is that really so, true? Well, I'm pretty poor. sure with, that's with, true. With one game in hand. City has one game in hand. So. Yeah. So um the only thing that's saving Tuchel at the moment is the fact that they did win Champions League. Now, if they, for some odd reason, fail to win Carabao <laughs> and then, you know, get kicked out of FA Cup, depending on how they perform in the knockout stages for Champions League, I think we may see a point where they will look to replace Tuchel in the summer. I'm not, am I saying that's fair? 
No, but the the rate <laughs> at which their way. decline has happened is you have to ask questions because it's not that they don't have the depth. And that's where it is a bit confusing with Chelsea. But that's also the risk that you take when you sign as many players as they did because you're signing all these players and you don't know if they're necessarily going to gel together or what system you're going to play with them. And when you decide on the system you want to play, are they going to fit that system? So, you know, now that their fullbacks are gone, they're exposed. Um, They can't really change the way they play because they don't really have, you know, uh, a recognized destroyer in the midfield I would say where you can then just change around the formation and then to add to that all of their attackers are lacking Pulisic is injury ridden Ziyech is poor like, poor not, um, good. not good Mount's not having Mount's not having the best season um, you know Werner is Werner. Havertz has underwhelmed since he came to the league. And then you have now Lukaku, who was supposed to be the missing piece. You know, the the attacker that was going to solve all of their problems, but he doesn't fit their system, A. And B, he's just been very underwhelming, if we're calling it as we see it, where I feel like he got a lot of hype going to enter and performing well there, but the 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 level of athleticism in Serie A is different to that of the Premier Let's let's not do that. Oh, let's so not, yeah, let's so not, rookie, let, yeah, I was yeah, gonna let you go, go but I don't think that <laughs> Lukaku has definitely underperformed and underachieved. Um, you mentioned part of the reason being the system, and you know, there's a bunch of factors that we can talk about. But I don't think athleticism is the issue because he is more athletic than almost every center back or defender he faces in EPL. And can we've I, seen him show I, that. So I don't think I don't think we should start hating on Italian defenders. Can I come in real quick or before before I met? Just a quick question. Do you guys think that Lukaku was Tuchel's, Tuchel's first deci- like, uh, decision for a striker? First this choice. Is the striker that I want. Let's go for him. First choice, yeah. I think everyone's first choice is probably Haaland, right? But then again, you look at Lukaku and you're like, yo, he played in a 3-5-2 type system. So you're also thinking, okay, this guy will fit. I mean, we can always go back and look at what Tuchu said. When yeah, I believe that Haaland. the rumors were that Chelsea wanted Haaland first. But Haaland was always going to be very Sorry, difficult yeah, like, to get. Mm-hmm. So Lukaku was the more gettable option and i mean if you're looking around i don't know that you're gonna name three strikers you would want more than lukaku i think i think rookie and i touched on this a while ago like honestly i watched the brighton game zh scored and he was like he he was looking like he was being scolded by like the fans he didn't celebrate all of that stuff and those those kind of stuff are small but like they kind of show with lukaku's thing the guy looks like what am I even doing in the system, bro? Nah, they like, mm-hmm. and he he came out with that interview where he did he said all that stuff. That interview was damning, and I understand that Tuchel wanted to minimize the noise, quote unquote. But like when you watch the way Chelsea plays, it the guys it's not his <laughs> it's not his brand of football at all. Like he cannot 
hold up the ball to link up and spin around and stuff and get into those pockets and stuff like that. That's why I asked that question. Nah, like, they, did the guy even want him in the first nah, place? So the thing is, right? Um, I think I was actually watching. There was someone giving an, an analysis on Lukaku's performances, and the thing was, after I mean, the thing is, he got injured, right? He got injured, mm-hmm. came back, and then when he came back, he actually started scoring. I think he scored two out of two games, and then the interview. <laughs> Yeah, and he then the did. interview came out, right? So I think when the interview came out, uh, Tuchel then decided to bench him against Liverpool. That's why I think the man management for Lukaku at that stage was wrong, right? Tuchel then decided to bench him for Lukaku. Well, what do you expect Tuchel I mean, to do? But then again, you paid over $100 million for this guy, right? He's in like some type of streak, right? He scored two, two goals back-to-back since he came back from injury. Right, I will not bench him against. I mean, you're still gonna play him regardless, but I think you benching him to send a message, and then you calling him out, like it, it has to have some type of psychological effect on him. You understand? So I yeah. Think- so so I, I want Wes to say something. Sorry to kind of cut you off because Wes has not said anything in a while. Yeah. Wes, please chime in on what on what George is saying. But also, I want to kind of delve a little bit deeper into Tuchel because I feel like. Um, we've talked about it when he first came to Chelsea. We were like the fact that he doesn't really stay at any club longer than two years more or so. And he always has issues with someone at some point, like for whatever reason, it just does not work out for that long. Um, he came to Chelsea, he won Champions League and everyone that was warning about him looked stupid. Cause it was like, um, this guy's amazing. He fixed the defense. We, we can't concede goals, this and that. This season feels like a correction back to normal, back to like <laughs> Chelsea was no, 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 like no hate, no hate in this. This is just the truth, right? That's cool. I feel like that run to Champions League, call it whatever you want to call it, it was to expect that level of football maybe was kind of a stupid overreaction or correction to what we already knew going in. So I want you to kind of chime in on that and chime in on the man management of Lukaku and the rest of this team because Chelsea clearly has the players to be doing better than they're doing. So if they're not doing that well, we have to look at the manager. All right, all right. I would chime in. You know, I would chime in. Do, you, do you know I would chime in? Please. I have time card, so I have, I have to chime in here. Now, look, when, when Tuku came, what happened? He changed the formation. What the was say? I said three back is a stop gap formation. If you are a hmm. big team with enough players, three back is not your formation, right? But the team was leaking goals under Lampard. He came in and said, "Let me solidify the defense." Then, um, uh, and Andreas Christensen, he wasn't playing that well. Um, Tony Rudiger wasn't playing that well. None of the center backs were playing that well. So fine. Switch the switch the formation. It worked for that six months. It looked amazing. It looked great. They won Champions League. Fine. No problem. In the summer, what do you do? You go and sign Thiago Silva on a free transfer. Is that the signing that you should have made? Like no, so he, now you are you, you are you are um yeah, yeah, Thiago Silva was already there when Tuchel came. He came, uh, yeah, yeah, they already yeah. had him. When did they sign him? Lampard is the one. Lampard is the one who signed Silva. Oh, my goodness. Man. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> now, what the guy now did is he boxed himself into this three-back formation. Like, now the team can only play three-back. What happened? I think George mentioned it. Chilwell got hurt. Reese James got hurt. And, like, the whole system falls apart. Even if you're playing three-back, two players get injured. Does that mean, like, the whole thing should fall apart? Where's where's your midfield? Where's your strike force? Now we now go to the players signed. Players signed. You signed big players for big money, but these players are not good enough. That's just the basic. That's just what it is. The players that Chelsea signed, they are not good enough. Kai Havertz is not good enough. Timo Werner, since when have I been saying about this guy? He is not good enough. Lukaku, since when have I been telling the whole world that Lukaku is not good enough? But the but the thing is, Tuchel's only technically signed two players. Like, the, a lot of the <laughs> players you're talking about, he didn't even sign. That's well, well Lampard, yeah. That's why I don't necessarily think it's fair to really, like, place the blame on Tuchel because it's not his team. Well, he's just oh, using players so that were so, so, I agree. Only... I agree that it's not his team in the sense that he signed all these players. But we also have right. to – we can't absolve him of blame because when you take this Chelsea job, oh, no, you know the team that the you play. have. And – Chelsea's also willing to spend money. Chelsea's willing to do whatever you want. So no, if you understand. take this team, I'm... you accept the job, and then you decide that all you need this summer, he decided all he needed was Lukaku. That's what he and the rest of the... And so... Ex- and exactly. Like, those are his choices. So I'm not going to then be like, oh, like, it's not his fault. He met this. Like, no. Because when he went to PSG and he went to Champions League final, nobody said, oh, he, he didn't make this team. Like, nah, he got credit. No, I, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that... When he won Champions League, he got the credit too. Yeah. He got the credit too. No one said this is Lampard's team. Yeah. So why... My, my issue with this situation is why is the story now changing? At the beginning of the season, they said Chelsea are challenging for the title. <laughs> probably win the league. That's what all the pundits were saying. That's what all the Chelsea fans were saying. The next step for them after winning Champions League that is so deserved... They deserved it so much. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And here. now, if if Tuchel hasn't signed anyone, he signed Lukaku. So the person you signed and under your watch in the summer for 100 million, now you are now benching him. Now you are now saying that he cannot turn and swivel. He cannot keep up the ball. You signed him. So what are you <laughs> saying? So it is square, square. On the manager's head, it's everything is. <laughs> they said, they said, they said Thomas Tuchel is German. He will come and get the best out of Kai Havertz. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah the, the other yeah. They've been no, rubbish, <laughs> rubbish. So these guys are not good players. This guy that's just what it is. And now he cannot figure out how to get them to play. Like, come on, like their highest goal scorer is who? Jorginho from PKs. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So, like, this is where the goal is going to come from? And now, now your the your whole defense, you are trusting a thirty-seven year old guy to man a whole defense. You you can't even switch of that switch out of the out, out of the back three if you want to throw an, an extra winger up top or you want to throw in an an extra attacking midfielder. You can't switch out of a back three because which two center backs do you now play by themselves alone? So, and to that point, I also don't think they have the depth in midfield to play three midfielders that he's going to be happy with okay. consistently. Okay, the thing okay, is, it's so down. funny, down, it's so down. funny that Tucho, Emeka was here telling them, ah, 
Hold on, calm down, calm down. So, so let me let me say something here. You guys have made decent points. You know, maybe seven out of ten points. Eight maybe. out of ten. It's eight out of ten. Nine. You guys are averaging B, maybe B minus. But with my knowledge, let me just give you guys some gems. Okay, <laughs> so during my years of playing football manager, oh my god, um, I came to learn and understand that it is not everybody that knows how to utilize a target man. Look, this same Sebastian Haller that was a flop in the EPL is the highest goal scorer in the Champions League, like Devo rightfully said. Now, the caliber of Sebastian is equally as, you know, that quality is what you expect from Lukaku as well. But because both of them are target men, right? They are not doing Lego vast, taking on defenders, you know, so on and so forth. They use their size and they're dependent on it. So, when Tuchel won the Champions League, did he have any target men at Chelsea, Dolapo? Uh, Giroud was there. Yes, but was Giroud a starter for Chelsea for the most part? No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was Timo Werner, right? So then ultimately, we have to then understand that quite simply, this is quite literally what you can say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer faced. That is, when a player comes in with a big name, you are now then forced to build your style of, pl- to like force the style of play to mesh with that big player, regardless of whether or not you determine that player is needed on the team. Uh, I'm hinting at Ronaldo getting only fired. Now, wow. with Lukaku, wow, wow, now, wow, wow. now, now with Lukaku, with all due respect, Lukaku might as well be brilliant. He might as well be the Sebastian Halle that the team is just not utilizing and that can get goals like he has in the past throughout his career, right? But it's now just the style of play that Tuchel is playing that's not suiting Lukaku. So I'm saying the same thing, that right now, you know, this season, this past maybe transfer window, okay. Okay, it was Tuchel's first full transfer window, and it was not a success, right? We've seen this with many managers in the past where they sign players that are not necessarily that good. Arteta fumbled his first transfer window, you know, he was signing the likes of Cedric. Don't ask me why. <laughs> hey so, guys, so I have not been on YouTube. So, so ultimately, my point quite simply is that, okay, he got it wrong this time. Maybe he needed to solidify areas that he did not realize that he needed to solidify, like his defense. You know, he didn't think maybe Aspili was going to be as weak or Alonso was going to be as weak. Okay, he got it wrong. This is not a big deal, guys. Calm down. We can we can see that he really does not like Lukaku, and we can see that he's going to sideline Lukaku. We know that he's going to work on the defense. We know that Chelsea's they've got the bread to spend. So yes, this slump they are going through it, and you know what's the saying: when you're going through a, a dark place, go through it. Essentially, keep going. You see what I'm saying? So ultimately, yes, this is the slump that he is now facing, but he'll get out of it. So he'll calm your horses down. No, it's just a bad. No. No. It's a few bad games. You guys need to calm no, down. No, no. We're not, not doing that. It's a few bad games. Bad games. Hold your horses. Is Chelsea, is Chelsea still in the Champions League? Are they still in the cup, uh, cup competitions? Yes. Are they still in the Champions League? Yes. Are they still gunning for the title? Yes, they are. Yes, wait, they are. Wait, yes, wait, they no, are. no, no, no. Yes, no, they are. No, guys, no. guys, all it takes. Okay, let me just tell you guys two things now. Three things. If three things, if three of the following things happen, to Manchester City, they equally will drop 
six points. So these things are probably not going to happen. You don't have to say it. Yo, you know what's funny? Emeka is saying all this stuff just to favor Tucho. But he would then go around and use that same facts to criticize. That's not Pep. true. Yes, you do. You do this every single time. No, you, no, Judge, no, Judge, Judge. Do, Hold on. You, when, when let Pep me let me explain this. Let me explain this. With Pep, Judge, with all due respect, I I am optimistic about Pep. I want him to prove himself to me. <laughs> but where you guys hold on, you, hold on. Where you guys get me and Pep wrong is that, with all due respect, Pep's philosophy about football is come here and buy the title. Yes, play tiki-taka, tiki-taka, pass, pass, boom, boom. And then just start crossing the ball into the box. The brain, they come here, whip it, whip it, whip it. And then boom, boom, boom. We will now say, hey, this guy has figured out the league. He has. My point is that we haven't seen, we haven't seen a true tumultuous moment for Pep where the squad is reading, the players are, are marching against him, telling him, if I don't play, I'll... I'll you know, going to the media saying, hey, I'm happy playing here. Oh, you need to sell me. I, my heart is here. It's not but already That's yeah, also part of management, it. though. That is, that but, is but, but I agree. That is I agree. That's why, that, that, no. that, that's, why, that's why I brought the question about Lukaku. If Tukel even wanted him in the first place. That interview and stuff just kills the morale. Okay. Like, dude, this is the main guy we signed for 100 35. Okay, Why is he let me ask you guys this now. Trash. Okay, let me ask you guys this quite honestly, and this is the question that will answer my question. <laughs> if you guys answer it with your answers, I hope you guys understand now. So, if, let's say, hypothetically speaking, Ronaldo had gone to City instead of what? Uh, United. Do you honestly believe, guys, man to man, heart to heart here, please, man to woman, including rookie, sorry, heart to heart, please tell me, do you in your heart believe that Man City will be performing that the way? The way they are right See, now. See, that's the thing with Pep too, Emeka. Like he doesn't. Honestly, no, no. I just, no, honestly. Let me no, let me explain it to you. That's the thing. He doesn't. See, after the Ibrahimovic signing, right? When he was in Barcelona, we signed Ibrahimovic, came into the team, big name signing, wasn't quite doing what Pep wanted. Pep benched him, sent him out on loan. Actually, the next season, you understand? So the thing with Pep is he doesn't. That's why when people say, "Oh, Pep just buys players," I'm like, no, he doesn't just do that. He buys players that fit. No, listen. He buys players that fit into his system. That Ronaldo signing, if Man City really wanted him, they would have paid whatever amount of money just to get him. Right? But no, he had a chance to sign Messi too. He passed on that. He passed on Messi, passed on Ronaldo. You understand? He buys players that fit into his type of system, his type of football. He doesn't like signing big-name players. That's why all the signings, when they come in, bro, it, it, had it not been for Grealish, all his signing would have been like, what, 50 million, 60 million cap. You understand? Yeah. Those are the kind of players. He goes if, for specific players. If somehow, if somehow City signed Cristiano, he would be the highest goal scorer. Yeah, exactly. That's Fact. So, 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 okay. No, no problem. Can I can I can I chime in here? This is the thing about playing for City. Like if they sign Ronaldo, some games are there that Pep wouldn't exactly. play him. Pep wouldn't play him. And Ronaldo today, I saw him at Brentford. They took him out at seventy-eight. He was sucking and he was trying to get goals in that stuff. game. That was the game. He was trying to get goals. That that's just, he plays for himself. That's the thing. Like at City, some games they won't play him. It's up to Ronaldo to do whatever. Like Grealish and Co. All of these guys want to play, but they don't play them. Like this is the thing. Man management. Like the man, like in Pep's thing, some players like Bernardo Silva. I remember like a season or so. Like the guy wasn't playing any games. Like he will come on 
75. Yo, last season. It's not that long games. ago. That's why they were saying he might leave City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the thing, though. Like, it's for Lukaku. I want to come back to Lukaku again because, like, he was supposed to be the missing piece for Chelsea. Like, they signed this guy at 135 and whatnot. That interview really, personally, rubbed me that a really wrong way because I'm like, okay, like, you're not joining, like, United or Co. where you can just speak your mind. Like, you're joining a club that's already won the Champions League. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to fit into their system as opposed to they changing the whole system to fit around you. And, like, that's the thing about Pep. The system is not going to change to fit yes, around you. Yes. You, you have to play to fit yes. the system. So that's the thing. Like, that's why I think the Ronaldo thing, City only did it. It's mind games, like, to get, you know, oh, like, our icon is going there and whatnot. No disrespect to Ronaldo. He's still, like, one of the best strikers in the world. Like, top five. If you give him the chance, you score. But, like, I keep going back. Like, who wanted Lukaku at Chelsea? Nobody has answered this question. Like, uh, the, yeah, the side So, I was looking it up. Um, I looked it up. And Tucho gave an interview. And then he basically said, he embodies all that we are proud of in this club. And he said more. We need to have a segment that George just reads. We are proud of in this club, right? No, but there's more. I'm reading through it. There's more. There's more. And I'm just trying to find where he actually said, okay, I back this transfer. We'll, we'll find it, but I also think that David, <laughs> I also think that um, a valid question to ask because I get your point about hey, someone like Pep, if he brings you in, you're fitting into the system. Um, in Lukaku's case, I want to you know throw him a little bit of bail or shoot him a little bit of bail here. In that, what is Tuchel's system like? Everyone is acting like this system at Chelsea is his system. He wasn't playing this at PSG. Oh, can I, can he wasn't playing this formation at PSG. So. Like, as far as we can tell, everything was, when he got to Chelsea, things were not working out at first. And it was like, who was the last successful person here? Oh, Conte was successful. What did he do? Let me do what he did. That's what it looks like. No, David. So this is what he said about Lukaku. He said, we, we were looking for a certain profile, right? Lukaku feels confident to play physical to play with his back towards the goal, but he's also very strong um, in using his speed. This will always be a key figure in our game to be strong with the ball, wins and offensive transitions. So basically, he backed it, right? There's, he says a lot of stuff, but basically, he is the kind of player that he was looking for, and he backed the signer. So, yeah, that answers your question. I, I Yeah, I, I, I guess it does. It's just that, like, I, it's very disappointing to see that like you have a target man and the wing backs don't cross the ball. Of course, I understand why Lukaku's frustrated. If you're a target man, like whip the ball and let me head it into the net. Like, exactly. if you have a, like exactly. you know, and they they don't whip the ball in. So like it seems like a little no, disconnect. Well, hold on, but that's the thing. Chilwell could do it, and also not necessarily, right? Reese could do it, Aspili not necessarily. So this is why, like I've said, when your defensive line is hurt. Yes, you might start taking in more goals, but you equally will start creating less chances offensively. Hence why 
defenses affect offenses. But guys, and this is again the point, that is when the likes of Reese come back, when the likes of uh, Chilwell come back, and then when he maybe buys a decent replacement for the midfield lapses that he has or replacements, then we'll, buy, we'll see Chelsea again at full force. Now, okay, like I said, he got the transfers wrong. Chelsea has slumped a little bit, but give it two weeks and they'll start banging in goals. And then let me catch Pep. Let Pep just make one mistake. Let Cancelo get injured. Let Pep make another yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. One of these people, oh, Ruben oh, Diaz. Oh, oh. One of these people yeah. get injured. And then obviously, if Raheem Sterling gets injured this season or if uh, uh, <laughs> then, then we'll see what will happen. We'll oh, see what happen. The, guy, the, just the guy is playing without a striker. Back-to-back seasons. He's about to win your league. You doubted him at the start of the season. Saying, oh, he doesn't have a striker. The first time he did it was a fluke. He's not about to do it again. He's about to do it again without a striker. He won it without a left back. He won it without KDB, the so-called best player in EPL. Like, come on. He, next season, I said, Emeka, the only way Pep will lose the title next season is that he gives Edison an outfield jersey. That's the only way he's going to lose it. This happening? This, this, yes. Rookie, rookie, is, is this, this happening? I actually read an article that... Basically said what George said in that there's not one player that if City loses, their whole team is wrecked. There's not two or three. Like, they would have to have, like, ten players injured for City to not look like City. The only one player maybe, or the only two players you could actually say that are hard for them to replace but not irreplaceable is Rodri at DM mm-hmm. because Fernandino is kind of old now, exactly. so we don't know if you want him to play. And Cancelo just because he does so much for them. But other than that, like everybody else on that team is replaceable by Dalapo. somebody else on that Dalapo. team. Next, next season, it's two, it's two key defenders and two key offensive players. Not wishing anybody injuries, <laughs> but you can see, you can see that with the other teams over the years, it is more than two or it's more than four solid players. When Liverpool had their spell, obviously, what happened? Van Dijk, basically, the whole defensive line was hurt. Look at Chelsea now. Kante is out. Reese is out. Chilwell is out. Conte is yeah. not out. No, like, no, that's a, he came back from injury. We all the slump continued. The slump, nothing has changed. Now, it was fluctuating. And Mecca, and that's my like point. I said, the manager also has to manage. I hate Pep. Their, I'm listen, moving the manager, <laughs> the manager has to manage their fitness. But like you said, Popo, the points you brought up, saying Rodri, I think next, next season what Pep is going to do is what? Buy what? A DM. It's simple, right? It's an easy he has fix. To. That's what he's going to do. Next season, he will buy a DM. So this is how you manage your club. You understand? Can I can I can I can I can I can I come in Popo real mm-hmm. quick? This guy this guy Havertz guy, like I think we've spoken about it, like Chelsea lacking that creative force in midfield or whatever. I personally, after James and Chilwell got injured, I'm like, okay, they're gonna switch it up. They're gonna play something else. Because like those guys were the main guy. Aspili Quetta is a fine, fine player, like one of a legend. No disrespect. If you're a legend, but he's old. I mean, he is. He, he, he's a dude. The guy's a what is wrong? He's an EPL legend. We don't have to argue about this. He's a Chelsea legend. He's a Chelsea legend. Like he's he's one thing. The guy's a really good player, but like the thing that he's also old. So like I was expecting Tuchel to change it, and like this creative force in midfield and stuff. I remember talking to Vic, which we have on the podcast sometimes, like. I'm telling you, in the Premier League, you can't play the same thing over and over and over. People are going to find you out. you got to switch it up at some point. Mm. That's something that Pep, 
That's something that Pep has actually found. They play Tiki Taka sometimes. They play Tiki Taka all the time. But they also actually figure out, okay, these guys are, have a low block here. We have to find a moment in the game to put the ball in at this exact time. Like the management level is very, very high. I'm not not gonna lie. I don't. Yeah, really I have to. I have to disagree with that. that. I don't want to go into that, but I, I don't think that there's anything special. If you have a good enough team, you're gonna win games. Like, but this is talking about City. They have like two teams. <laughs> like they have like two teams, and Tuchel signed Sonigas, and who's that <laughs> the guy rookie? Uh, Lukaku. That's it. Oh, Lukaku, and that's yeah. it. And this is Lampard's rebuilding that he started. Oh, yeah, you're gonna do this it. rebuilding let's, thing, let's, really? Let's, let's not do this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the rebuilding thing, but I just wanna. I, they won Champions League, but like that's a tournament. Like a tournament, you come in. Like Avram Grant went to the final with Chelsea. He almost won. Di Matteo yeah. won Champions League with Chelsea. Exactly. Like, That's wrong. Yeah, it's a tournament. You don't have like, to be special. <laughs> like, like winning a league, you have to actually know what you're doing. Pep knows what he's doing. So my thing with Chelsea is that maybe like this season, okay, things that they brought in, they didn't work out. But like, you know, we might have to wait for a little bit. But I have to ask you the lapo now. Is Arsenal rebuilding right now? <laughs> yes, they're rebuilding. What is the difference between the day and Arsenal, Chelsea and Arsenal? What's the difference? Yeah, I think the main difference is expectations, where they're coming from, and where they're trying to get to. I think that this Chelsea team, as much as you could say, like, yeah, Lampard came and they were rebuilding, they had higher expectations. Arsenal was like eighth. Like Arsenal was struggling. Arsenal is basically trying to change the whole team. Mm-hmm. Like. Everyone, I don't know what the team looked that's like a, a couple of seasons that's exactly ago. What Chelsea is doing? Like Jorginho was a Sari signing. Like Sari brought this. Jorginho when was Sari at Chelsea? But the thing is, I think I think the difference. I think the difference though is that we came into this season expecting Chelsea exactly. to actually challenge for so the expectations title. are different. You can't really be in a rebuild if people are expecting you to challenge for a title. Like they they actually bought players. At the start of this season, people said that United were going to win the league. But those were crazy Exactly. Look, David. They're not crazy people. No, they were crazy people because anyone with eyes saw that this squad was not fit to win anything. So, David, let me ask you. Right now, would you say Manchester United was rebuilding right before (laughs) they left? Is that what? Like, that's not true. You don't have Cristiano Ronaldo and you're rebuilding. It's not possible. Now you're going to try to rebuild because everything is not good. Well, you didn't come into the season rebuilding, so why am I going to say you're rebuilding now? No, you're not rebuilding. No, you're signing is, top players. But I think when we started the season, we started with the same coach. We started with the same guy. Like, Ole signed all these Brexit XI guys or AWB, all these guys, and he brought them in. And, like, he signed Ronaldo on top of that. And he got fired mid-season. So like it's like me telling like 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 Ralph Ragnick now says that some of the guys who are there are not good enough. I know that Tuchel also feels the same way because like some of these Kai Havertz and Cole that we are like whatnot. Maybe next in, in the next window is like okay, let me sell these guys, man. Like they are not like Kerry said, like they are not performing or whatnot. Like they are not who I want to maybe play the fluid system that I want. And that's what goes back to my first question about Lukaku. Like, did the guy even want him, like, as his main striker? We've won Champions League already. Like, do we need this guy that bad that we're going to pay 135 mil? 
I think they only signed him because they couldn't get Holland or weren't willing to put out the money this summer for Holland, which for me, I think that was their biggest mistake because you could have kept Tammy Abraham for another season and then strengthened other areas with the money they spent on Lukaku and then gone all out for Holland this summer. So, however, listen, however you you cut it, this is the team that Chelsea wanted coming to the season. They made the decisions. No one forced any players no, on I'm them. Not, I'm not denying that. But, but, I'm just but the thing is that Ziyech was signed by, La, like, by, by Lampard. Ziyech wanted to leave. That's what they said. And they didn't let him leave. So how are we going to now use that? Like, you can't keep a player <laughs> that everyone is saying he wants to leave. You keep him. And then you want us to forgive you because he's not your player originally. You can't do that. Thing is that you, can't, you don't you have can't to play him. Over. They have the guy that's balling in, is this Southampton, Broha, whatever. That's a Chelsea player. That's Chelsea play- yeah. oh, Conor really? Gallagher I, I is a Chelsea yeah, Conor Gallagher is a Chelsea player. Him. You could have kept him. You kept Loftus the cheek instead. I'm not forgiving you for they your team. They sold who else did they sell? They no, sold no, my, my thing is that Tuklas. Oh, oh, sorry, Rookie. Go ahead. Thanks. No, I was just saying they they sold Guayhi, they sold Broja, Gallagher's on loan. You have um Billy Gilmore in Norwich. They sold Tamori. They sold Tammy Abraham. Like a lot of the things that are happening now, if they didn't sell those players, they wouldn't. I don't think they'd be struggling. As they would as be they struggling. It's not the players. I don't think they understand. I don't think Chelsea are struggling, though, to be honest. But when I say I don't think they'll be struggling as much as they are now, it's just by selling those players, you're focusing on this one system where if you had those players, you could have the flexibility to do other things. Whereas now, because you're stuck on that system, the players that are, you know, your starters for that system, they're all out. Now, what do you do? You're stuck. (laughs) I think think you have a point, but also... Let's just, on the final word on Chelsea, and I want us to predict their game against Tottenham, um, they don't have a bunch of players injured. Like, that's also not like, they have two wing backs, that, wing backs that are injured, but they have most of their team. So, we can't also, like, I think we're giving them way too many excuses. I, I, I that's don't just understand. my honest opinion. And what like, annoys me is They're that not playing good enough, period. Exactly. If it was Pep that was doing the same thing, we'll be talking, we'll be saying something different. But let's not do that. Only, but like, Pep, Pep, Pep has never signed yeah. yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, he has never signed. Like for instance, you guys are saying he didn't like Ziyech. He should have let Conor Gallagher go. All of the, all of that. But he joined mid-season after Lampard started his rebuild. Okay, David. Then after Lampard David. got hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Should, carry, carry, let, let, we let give me Lampard the credit for the Champions League. Oh, then? Yes, exactly. No, exactly. no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That's why I made earlier in the in the thing that like. In the Champions League, when you come in, it's a tournament. Like you have to win a, a certain amount of games, and win. like winning a tournament is different from winning the league. Yeah. And like winning the league is what Chelsea are trying to do right now. My thing is that like Conor Gallagher and whatnot. Do you guys really feel like my question here? This is my last one. Do you guys really feel like Tuchel really was like, okay, let Gallagher go, let Giroud go, let Tammy Abraham go? We they sold so many players and also bought so many players. And from what I got from this podcast. It's like Tukel has only signed two players, and out of that, out of those two, I was like, okay, did he really even want Lukaku? Because he's been there for like about a year, if I'm not wrong. 
That's why I asked he if Arsenal have are in a rebuilding. David, field. he just said he wanted Lukaku. He said, yeah, I don't know. Like you're making players, players. Like... No, I'm saying players, players like coaches say stuff all the time. I always okay, okay. So listen, I understand what you're saying. There's no way. There's no way we're ever gonna know definitively until someday in the future, and even then, we'll never know. But we're not gonna assume that he didn't want him. He's the manager at Chelsea. He won Champions League. He signed a new contract. I'm going to assume that he has some say in who comes in. And, who leaves, and yeah. if Lukaku comes in, then yes, I'm going to say he won a Lukaku. We can't. There's no reason to argue that point. Like, that's a moot point to me. Why are we like, yeah. Okay. Fair. Oh, it's crazy. This is crazy. So, let, let's, talk about, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the future a little bit with Chelsea here before we wrap up this episode. Wes, I want you to predict Chelsea versus Tottenham. Uh, Chelsea going against their old manager that... I low-key just accused Tuchel of just stealing his system or trying to. Um, <laughs> who do you think wins this game? Give us a score. Yeah, this game, this game, the battle of the three five twos. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me just say 1-1. One, one. Yeah, both one, teams. One. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for a 1-1. One, one. Did you see that. the Tottenham game today? I, I didn't see the Tottenham game today. I oh, heard it that. was a wild finish. Leicester is crazy. Yeah, I'm a wild boy. I'm a, I'm a wild boy. But um, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with one one. I feel like that's a safe scoreline. Okay, okay. And Mika, what do you think? Chelsea Tottenham. Yeah, I watched the Tottenham versus Leicester game. Admire was that game in WoW. Uh, saw a lot of things there. Um, Harry Kane had a goal and an assist, but I'm not bringing, a, I'm not bringing it up. He's a, he's a <laughs> professional. But uh, I do want to say that uh, I, I do see... Wait, remind me who's home for that game? Chelsea's home, I believe. Let me make sure. Yeah, the home team wins this one. Um, simply being that uh, it's the home team that'll... It is the home advantage that'll etch. That that win essentially. Let me let me check since you're checking. As yeah, well. Chelsea's home for sure. Chelsea's home. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea's home. Chelsea yeah. win. I mean, if if Leicester played the way they played against Chelsea, I, I reckon. I mean, against Tottenham, I reckon that Chelsea can 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 at least even double that. You see what I'm saying? So my prediction is a is a three one win uh, for Chelsea. They need to get back on the saddle. So I'm going to say Chelsea win three one. Okay, George, what do you think? Uh, like I said, I think it's a downward slope for Tucho. Um, and Emeka, to add to your point, I think Kane, right? He looks like he's out of it. You know, that, you know, that funk, that, whatever, yeah, whatever you call that. I think he's out of it now. Um, I was like, blessed that game closely, and you could tell that, okay, Kane is, you know, he wants that summer move. I think he probably told Levy that, you know what? I'll guarantee software and then you can let me go. So I think that's what's going on right now. Um, so I think, yeah, Spurs is going to win that game. Um, it's a downward hill for Tucho from now to whenever he forgets what is going on now. Um, so, yeah, uh, Spurs is going to win. I'll say 2-1 Spurs. Yeah, and then real quick, George, do you think Tucho is still going to be the Chelsea manager by this time next year? Bro, the way it's going, he's he's arguing with Lukaku. If anything, he will leave before Lukaku leaves, because Lukaku is like a hundred million investments. You feel me? If anything, mm-hmm. he leaves before Lukaku. So, yeah, I don't see how he's gonna last after the summer. To be honest, I don't oh, see. Oh wow! It. Yeah, he's out this summer. 
Boy, he he leaves. That's who he is, right? He will leave. Like that's on. true. He will leave. Okay. He start whining. I see that like guy has started complain. I think he complains more than I don't know. Maybe it's a German thing. But like he was saying, <laughs> "Oh, yo, we are tired." I'm like, "What do you mean we are tired?" <laughs> the Brighton game, he said the players are tired. I'm like, "Guy." But anyways, that's that's something else. Okay, rookie. What do you think, Chelsea Tottenham? Um, I. I'm going to back Tottenham on this one, to be honest. Um, Just, I mean, their last, what is it? Their last 14 games, they only have three wins. This is Chelsea we're talking about? Damn. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the rest of them have been, yeah, out of the 14, three wins, two losses, and the rest are draws. Um, And then just kind of seeing the teams that they've, been dropping points to I I just don't see them winning this one um and Tottenham's you know I think they're still undefeated under Conte at least in the league so I'm gonna give it to the original three back and that's Conte and to answer your question that you gave George about Tuchel I don't think he's gonna be here this time next year Wow, wow. Man, we need Vic to hear this. Vic is going to be so You're mad. minimizing Chelsea. You're minimizing <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, Rookie, what was the score? I don't I don't think I caught that. Oh, the score. I said, yeah, I didn't give you a score. I just said um, Spurs were going to win. Um, I think it's going to be 2-1. 2-1 Spurs. Okay. Um, David, what do you think? Chelsea Tottenham? Uh, I think Chelsea are going to win that game. It's going to be 2-0. Wow. Um, I've watched the Carabao game. Like, Chelsea are in a slump. Teams go through slumps. And how do you call it? I think with Tuchel, the thing that is his saving grace is that it, despite I, um, winning a tournament, like the, winning the Champions League has bottom time, like to the end of the year or so. And I think Chelsea are caught between philosophies in the sense that Jorginho and Co. And these are sorry kind of guys. And I think that... Right now, Manchester United are in that phase. If you fire Tuchel, who are you going to hire? Like, let's be honest with yourself. Like, who are you going to hire that is going to come in and give you the high um, velocity, that impact that you want? Chelsea are going through a slump right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Luka- I said that Lukaku interview and all of that stuff is like on the on the fritz, I would say. But I think I, I watched the Spurs-Chelsea game like, Chelsea just dominated these guys. And the way they played poorly and still won the game. And, and also with Harry Kane, let me touch on that last thing. I, did, I think I was here a couple of months ago, five months ago, I said that Harry Kane would still play and whatnot. My thing is that, like, I followed Harry Kane a lot. I've hit it on this guy for a long time. And what I'll tell you is that for a player to not play, he actually cares about the fans of the club, Spurs. For him to come and play 38 stinkers, like, dude, like, I didn't see that in his character, his personality. I think Nuno Espirito Santo, like, whatever he was doing on the squad wasn't working out well with them. They also don't have Son. Like, Leicester City could have won this game today. Easy. Not for, like, those loose uh, 95th minute and 97th minute goals. So I think that Tuchel is going to tighten up the belt. Yeah, I don't like the complaint that he's doing, but he still has more quality than Spurs. What are you going to play? MSN Royale and Cole? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's me. Okay. I think Watts got the score correct. It's going to be 1-1. Um, 
course, of course. Conte, like Rookie said, Conte is just not gonna lose, especially against Chelsea. Like he's gonna be hyped up for this game. And Chelsea, like both of these teams, just they don't play good football. Like that's just the end of it. Like they don't play good football. It's gonna be a slugfest, yeah, and like no. they'll randomly score one goal each, and they'll defend. <laughs> like both teams will be defending, and nobody will have the ball. It's, it's gonna be a slug. It's gonna be ugly. I mean, the um, last time they played, I think. Um, was it the Carabao Cup? Yes, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying in that game. Like you know, there was a few. Oh no 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 no! They scored. Chelsea scored first in the first. They won that game easy. The second game, Chelsea didn't yeah, play exactly. Shit, that's what I'm saying. They still yeah, won but they that did. Game. But like, I think Spurs See. had like a couple of chances where they wasted. Kane was wasting a couple of chances, and they also had like a couple of goals ruled out for offside, VAR calls like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it's just downward for Tuchel at this point. And I think Spurs, after winning against last time the way they did, it's just a lot of energy going into this game. Yo, George, George, do you, do you have plans of like ever going to like Germany or something? Like, <laughs> why, why, why do you ask? Like, what, what is this personal beef for all men? It's like, so how crazy. is it? Like, how, like, I don't understand. How is it personal? Like, I'm not. I'm just telling you. I think I think Tuchel is going to flop and Klopp is going to die. I don't know. (laughs) Might as well say something about Rob. Rob was that guy, the Southampton coach. Might as well say something about that House of Hotel guy. I don't understand how like the guy just survives. Like every season, he's a good coach, man. I mean. Like, he coached RB Leipzig, man. The guy actually knows what he's doing. The guys are just trash. So, will you take him at Manchester United? We are trying to win trophies, man. What are you saying? We're trying to yeah, about that. About that. About that. David, Boaz, and Ricky, who do you guys want to take over? Oh, Lord. <laughs> United. I'm curious. Eric Ten Hag. Ten Hag. <laughs> he just sounds like he's not going to do well at United. Eric man. Ten Hag is coming. Don't worry. Look, look, look. Even though I don't really like Ragnik, but one thing that he would do, I am half so happy he recommended to the board. Bisaka is not a United player. Luke Shaw <laughs> is not a United player. Harry Maguire is not a United player. All these over expensive British duds. They are getting out of the squad. No more Brexit 11. Eric Ten coming. <laughs> Eric, you see the Ajax football. <laughs> Yo, Van der Beek, just be patient. Van der Beek, shout out to you. Just be patient. Bag <laughs> is coming. What so if, what if, what if what, so will you take Haller? Will you take Haller if he brings Haller with him? If he brings Haller, mm-hmm. if so far Haller comes on balls, I'll take him. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, that's not an answer. Wait, what about what about Pochettino? What about Pochettino? What? I I I will take Pochettino because I heard Zidane is going to replace him at PSG. The United from from my sources, I've heard that. Like Pochettino wants. You guys don't. You guys don't want. You guys don't want. No, we you don't. don't want I I do not want. No, it. So rookie, who do you want? It's just gonna be more of the same. Um, I I would back Ten Hag if he came. <laughs> you guys are really backing this manager, like nah, okay. they're, they're gonna go, bro. Don't lapo, don't lapo, don't worry, don't bring it to light. I'm happy that they're all just saying it, and we're all just said, recording. We're all just recording. It. I said Pochettino, by the way. Exactly, yeah, course, David, I'm yeah, exactly, exactly, David. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> I won't forget this, bro. I will not forget this. <laughs> 
Bro, like, dude, like, like, to be honest, there's not that many coaches right now. Like, Ten Hag will come, he has to revamp. We don't have to revamp again. anything. We don't have right. to revamp anything. We <laughs> have to make some few touches and tweaks. You know? No. Like, there does need to no, be revamping. No, no, no. That's regardless. You just, you, you, uh, it doesn't uh, matter what, who comes you, you just said that he has to sell one Bissaka, Luke Shaw, and That's Harry your whole Mabai. defense. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like t- today, those three players did not start. So what are you saying? How is that the whole defense? But you would also I'm, say that the did, team that started on, is on, not Kari, your first did, did, choice. Harry, Harry, did you watch the Brentford I game? Brentford should have won that game by. Yeah. by I didn't far. watch the Brentford game, but once Ten Hag comes in, that's like, why you're our, saying that. Our... That's why you're saying that. Because if you if you watched. You would have been like, no, been the whole squad. I watched, I watched <laughs> the Aston Villa game and they were terrible. So now, <laughs> let me tell you this: like under under um no philosophy, no organization, some good players are going to look bad. That's just That's what it is. Some good I understand that, but at the same time, you're now assuming that those players will fit the new manager system without any issues. There are very good players still at United. Of course, I I I definitely. I just think that whoever whoever comes in, they have to know the style of play they want. This thing that is happening today, I'm just so happy. happy. I'm so happy. See, if I see Porch in United, baby, the way I will come to Austin, Texas. We will watch the game live. Me and you, I sit there. I will watch it. I say, "Devo, this is what you to be honest with you, like I like if any one of you know me, I like the possession base with like Ten Hag. Like I like the guy and whatnot, all of that. But I think Pochettino is gonna be the guy. No, I like no. Pochettino. I pray that he's not. No, I won't no. punch. I won't punch. I, I won't punch. I, I see punch. David, you don't know what Poch, you're saying. Poch please. has passed a spell over David. Like, because of that Tottenham phase, I know David loves Poch so much. But I'm telling you right now, we don't need a manager. If Poch comes, you're going to be in the same position two years I'm from not now. saying that we'll be in the same position, but I'm just saying, like, we I will. don't want a manager who, like, right now is not sure of himself. Like, that's just what I don't want. Like, I just, I can't, I can't rate Poch based off of what's going on at PSG. Like, but, they're, but, but, but they're winning the league. They're going to well, win, you the have to win the league. Like, no, what they're the not hell? winning like, the Champions League. Yeah, David, so, you, can't, you can't do that, man. No, I'm trying to like, finish the episode. But hold on, hold on, hold on. But, 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 they're, also, but, but they're also in Champions League that they still have a chance to win the damn thing. Yeah, they, they do, but they're, they're not. Yeah, they're not. There's okay. nothing they've done. Has I mean, I actually have a question. Like, who do you think we should hire? Ten Hag or No problem. I'll answer that. But I just want you guys to know that Dolapo had to give you guys a quick comeback for the whole Champions League thing because Vinicius has had like maybe seven good games. So he thinks it's Madrid that's going to win the Champions League now. <laughs> but, but, but let me just say, let me just say that actually, believe me, you guys, it is not PSG winning the Champions League. Oh, that's facts. It is it's not. Arsenal. No, come on. It is not PSG. <laughs> so, come on. It is not PSG winning it. It is actually not Manchester City winning it. Do you guys know who is winning the Champions League? See, the person that stops buying this year, just buy them flowers. 
That's what every I I love Bayern, but they never seem to go. They don't do it, man. They win it okay, once every know, four years. Like, okay, but we know it's not an English team because Pep is gonna fall last minute. Yeah. I mean, Pep is losing to Chelsea for goodness' sake. Anyways, oh, and then wow. we know that PSG is not going to win because of Poch. Exactly. <laughs> so then, so who else is left? Him? So then, who else is left? if you make the mistake of saying Real Madrid, I'm going to leave. This <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna but I'm Real, not gonna mention Real Madrid. No, hold on, hold on. But, but, but Real Madrid are a tournament team. That's exactly what they do. Oh, shit, and like, we have really well, we and they go and win. That and we shit. have a tournament manager now. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the Champions League, that's what they do, man. So, anyways, Dolapo, Dolapo, who, who do you think you should hire, Ten Hag or? Uh, Don't forget Sheriff Tiraspol, but <laughs> for me, as a you know innocent bystander, Ten Hag, exactly. I don't know enough about him. Like I know Ajax is winning games and this is very and that, very good coach. But very, very I good. like to go with people that I know, and like in Ajax, as much as we can say he's a good coach, Ajax is always supposed to win that league, right? Like they're always supposed to win the league. They're playing good exactly. football in Champions League, but. He's not going to be able to implement that kind of football at United, especially not with the players you have. It's not going to be that quick. Are you going to give him the time to do exactly. it? Exactly. Like, like, to me, I'm like, like you say things like this. Yo, what's <laughs> like? Look at your midfield. First of all, you have a like your midfield is problematic right off the bat because you don't have three midfielders that's like if we put this three, we can play them against anyone. We feel good. Right. You're yeah. always gonna have to switch, right. change. You don't Wait. have a DM, like you have Wait. problems. Which is about to come to United. Wait, yeah. players and people yeah. I don't know that well. I don't rate them highly till I see it. I'm not oh, rating yeah, 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 yeah. this for two seasons. You guys, I answered so. the wrong question. You guys, I answered the wrong question. I think, yeah, you asked me the wrong oh, question. I thought you asked me who's gonna win Champions League. Sorry, I'm actually still at work, that's why. Okay, so who should take the Manchester United job? Oh, mm-hmm. this one is an easy one. This one is an easy one. See, the person that should take that job is none other than the one and only Brendan Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Rogers fits it to the no. T. He knows how to no. play good football. Yeah, he's struggling with Leicester right now, but so is no. Rafa or Everton. The teams that have mm-hmm. bad defenses, they'll struggle regardless. Do you rate Rafa Benitez? Let's be real. In 2022, are we reading Rafa That's my point. But Brendan is still yet to prove himself. Look, the likes of Rafa, they have uh, Rafa, they have Champs Leagues under their belt, I think. Oh, but the likes of them. The past, but okay, stop. I'm sorry, but Brendan Rodgers, the past two seasons, was in the top four for the whole season to end up not making it on the final day. But I'm who sorry. is he managing? No, no. He's managing who? That, I'm sorry. We can't use that excuse. No, we have to use that excuse. Guys, shout out, to, shout out to Ten Hag, bro. He, he learns from Pep. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, that's a bad sign. He learns from Pep. So, hey. He was his assistant when Pep was... No, 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 no. You guys, you guys, don't get me wrong. The Ten Hag guy, like, he's most likely going to go to the city. Exactly, exactly. Pep is not going anywhere. Pep is here. To... <laughs> nah, he's leaving, bro. He's going to leave. No, he's going to leave. And the thing about people like Pep is that they don't, like, after this five years and whatnot, he's smart enough to know you don't go out on an L. You go out on a W. That's what he does. All the He's going to leave on a high. That's what David is trying to say. 
Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what high he's gonna get. He's not winning Champions League. So. All right, all right. Let's keep let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. But yeah, let, let's you let's real quick before we finish off this episode, let's um let's predict the United game. We talked about them. They have a big game coming up against West Ham. You know, battle for fourth. Um, the only thing left to watch really in EPL at this point. Rookie, give us a score. What do you expect in this game? Every other season. I'm going. To, wait, is it? It this is United versus West Ham. Stadium, right? No, I think it's at Old Trafford. Is... Unless I wrote it down wrong. Oh, I thought it was. I thought. Yeah, it's at Old Trafford. Yo, just believe me when I say it, man. What the hell? I I can't. It's not. It's at Old Trafford. I just saw it. Questionable stuff. It is at Old Trafford. Not that it really matters. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> it really doesn't. Honestly, I'm gonna go with a two-one win for West Ham. Ooh. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I just we were lucky to beat them earlier in the season and we're playing worse now than when we played them earlier in the season and they've been playing better. Yes, granted they they lost to Leeds. That was an incredible game by the way. But um yeah, I do not think that we will beat West Ham. So 2-1 West Ham. Okay. George, what do you think? United versus West Ham. Uh I think it will be a draw. I'm going to go with like a 2-2, 2-2 game. Okay. I'll make a United versus West Ham. Uh, yeah, who's at home again? Please remind me. United. United. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll give United uh, the win to build off of the win today against uh, Brentford. So I'll say 2-3-0. So let's say 3. No, actually, West Ham will score. So yeah, 3-1. Damn, Antonio's not going to play or what? I thought that was your boy. No, Antonio's still my boy, but I mean, he can't always perform. I mean, he'll have bad days. <laughs> okay. And David, what do you think? United versus West Ham? I, George actually stole my prediction. I thought I, I think it's going to be a draw, 2-2. Okay. Not a lot of United love here. Um, Actually, Dilapo, let me start <laughs> Actually, I actually feel like United would stick to their <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched the Brentford game today and I just was yelling at the TV. I'm like, how can you do this? Brentford should have scored four goals in the first half. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Two, two. Just stay, stay with that. Wes, what do you think? United versus West Ham? Yeah, like, obviously, like, have you seen the way Bowen is trying to play like he's Messi or something? (laughs) (laughs) Bow, wow. I just running around as if before the game, Moyes puts battery in them or gives them sugar. I don't know. Or maybe that glucose from from, from, from Interhouse Sports. So, anyway, 3-2 West Ham. No chance United is going to win this game. We'll find a way to score some random goals. But at the end of the day, like between the 80th and 90th minutes, like to Western is going to pop, just make it 3 2. I, I, I do want to say that Ragnik has realized that 4 2 2 2 is a whimsical formation Bruh. that exists Bruh. only in Football Manager and FIFA, and 22. FIFA 22. And he has since realized that, oh, okay, actually, you know, let me just play 4 2 3 1 like the rest of the world. 
So upon this realization, I've seen that United has sort of improved. And so I do not believe West Ham has the defensive prowess to stop them. This is an easy win for United. West Ham is not going to Old Trafford to beat United. You guys are sounding like Arsenal fans. Oh, but when Aston Villa came to United and won, what, 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 what was that? It wasn't Old Trafford. Exactly. Yeah, that was they were not, they were not playing 4-2-2-2. It, exactly. it was something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think you guys all did a good job um, in understanding there's going to be goals in this game, for sure. Dolapo, I've come back. Dolapo, I've come back. 2-1 United. I've come back. 2-1 United. Right, wherever you're writing that, right? 2-1, okay. Gage, Gage yeah. just gave you some some ginger. No, 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 bro. I watched the Leeds West Ham game, that early ass game, and West Ham's defense is not. Yeah, West Ham is bad defensively right now. They're not, they're, they're, they're bad. bad. Two on United. Even Norwich was banging them small, man. Like, wait. Nah, man. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. is going to bomb these guys. He's going to tell them, look, when I left Everton, I went to United. These guys, they used me. <laughs> they used me. <laughs> they used and abused me. They fired me. Nine months, how many months? Seven months. <laughs> so he said, Bowen, if you want to play in this team again, just you better what Antonio. Okay, all right, no problem. Got Yo, so David, I think that the score mm-hmm. is going to be 3 2 United because for all the reasons you guys just said, both of these teams can't defend, so there'll be goals. I think it's a toss up, and I think. Ronaldo finds a way to win the game for United or something. Hopefully. I have him on my FPL team. Um, <laughs> to answer your question about who United should hire, why not David Moyes? What's wrong with him? He's right there. Dolapo, you, have to, you, have, you, have, you have to leave this show as the host. Yo, <laughs> like, why not? Like, yo, someone said Brandon Rogers. David Moyes is doing what Brandon Rogers did with less. We all, disag- we all disagreed with uh, the Brandon Rogers. <laughs> all of us. Dolapo, <laughs> but, but, but honestly, you think honestly that United will go to Moyes and say, hey, do you want to come up to us? And he'll say, he'll say, oh, yeah, you know what? I have amnesia. I completely have forgotten. <laughs> and you guys fired me and made me look like a fucking idiot, man, my friend. No, yeah. come on. Yeah, but that would, that would be a good hire. Like, he kind of... Listen, the team is there. No, listen, please. Listen, if Moyes comes, you're going to put... <laughs> you guys already have. You guys already have. Please, Galapo, please, Galapo, please. No you don't want Dominic to be the next Suchek. Like he's going to all just your top players. He will no. use them. You cross the ball. Just you score headers. Like please, 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 Galapo, please. I heard Fellaini wants to come back to the league. Perfect. You should go to. You should go to Newcastle. Please. <laughs> That's actually who's Fel- going. Fel- actually, Fel- actually, we have to talk about Newcastle. We don't. We're not waiting our time on that. Lead the conversation. America. What do you want to talk about Newcastle? Yeah, well, actually, Newcastle and Villa, please. Shout out to Stevie G. Stevie G is trying to do some quick Avengers. He thinks it's a Marvel movie. He's coming all the way from Scotland. He thinks it works like that. So he's trying to sign Suarez after having signed Coutinho. He's trying to bring back the boys. Oh, is he trying uh, to sign Suarez? Yeah. Are you kidding me? They're putting That's a, a bid for Suarez. Decision, though, like... Yeah, Suarez is, is, it has climaxed and has since yeah. is looking to go to bed now. Okay, I mean, so then, then again, the EPO is now a retirement home. You feel me? Okay, uh, and if Barcelona can do it, why George. not Aston Villa? I know. Right? Okay, okay. So, so let me finish since since you guys had nothing to say. Uh, up next, up next, up next, Newcastle guys. I just want you guys to notice that the the war has begun. You guys have seen that Newcastle are galvanized. Look, 
Dembele is saying he's not renewing contract. Hold on, just keep quiet. I told you this was coming. Even BBC had their their, their section about this. Dembele said, "Look, I'm not re- I'm not signing contract. You guys, you know, f off." Diego Carlos of um, 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 the Spanish team. What's the Spanish Sevilla. team called? Sevilla. Sevilla. Yes, he has now said, "Hey guys, I want to leave." What's his name? My boy Trippier on the right. What has he done? He has already arrived. He has already arrived. See, guys, this is the beginning of a of a new era. The beginning of a new era. When it was Barcelona and everybody was talking about Barcelona signings, you guys were young. That's why you guys remember how big that moment was. When Henri was going, Yaya Toure was going, Messi was going, Wait, what, everybody what, was what, ending what, up. What? My, my, point, my point is this. <laughs> my point is this, uh, uh, guys. Newcastle is about to be that team. You know when they say that team? Newcastle is about to be that team. I don't understand why. Are you guys ready for this? Boy, they might end up... You like They might get relegated. Yeah, they might get relegated. Dude, they signed Chris Wood. Why are you signing Chris Wood? You deserve to be relegated after making that signing. Listen, that's the point. You guys are asking yourselves the fundamental question. Why are you signing Chris Wood? We don't know, but they've done it. <laughs> they don't. They must have a plan. They must have a plan. No, no. I, I was watching highlights of that Newcastle game, and then the guy was. I think he was right in front of the goalkeeper. No, right in front of the goalkeeper. Very close to the goalkeeper, and then they crossed the ball to him, and the guy headed the ball. Like, it's almost impossible to miss from there. You understand? The guy. Hit, I don't know what technique, but he headed the ball. Over the pool, I'm like, yo, it's it's harder to mess than to like, you know. So, so we're seeing tactics that are coming to fruition. No, Is that the, mo- the message? That. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. They have all their money. They don't know what they're doing. Dude, I, actually, my thing is Eddie Howe. I don't understand why they hired Eddie Howe. Yeah. I don't get that. He's not better than Steve Bruce. Uh, he could be. Well, he's not. Like, like Steve what Bruce. Seen, Steve you know. Bruce was using Joel Linton. And these guys, and he was keeping them up. What is Eddie Howe going to do with the, like, the guy? Yells, though. I'll give, I'll give him that. He has a lot of energy on the touchline. <laughs> you know, EPL love that kind of stuff. I know, right? They like, they like to sell us that right now. So you that. Yeah, no, I think Newcastle's uh, strategy in signing Chris Wood, just looking at the table, I think they're trying to get the best players from the rivals so that they can't catch them. So I think, that's I think that's the strategy. Up, that's fucked <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a stupid strategy. Uh, I guess Ka- Callum Wilson is still hurt, right? It, they yeah, don't need a striker, no matter what. Like no, 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 no. Jo- they need a striker. Joelinton is not a striker. I mean, he doesn't play strike for strike. Newcastle, <laughs> guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 guy, episodes, no, no. Like, what's no, good? If you are in the box enough, then you are striking <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. That's a, such a stupid definition. <laughs> second, no, no, second, second point. If they are crossing the ball to you. Then you are the factor. Because they know that you can't score. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why is why is Dolapa acting brand new? Wasn't not just that day we saw Benzema telling his teammates that look, I swear, don't pass to this guy called Vinicius. He's not playing for us. <laughs> That's what the guy said, and we all saw him say it, but don't worry, I guess guys. What? My point is this. I make a guess what. Hey, Vinicius is a baller Vinicius, now. Don't worry. No, Vinicius is, is benching who? An EPL legend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vinicius and Vinicius and Vinicius is a baller. Like I was gonna say something, but certified. Now I, have, 
I have nothing to say again. So. You have to say it, man. No, no, you have to say it. I was trying to say something. <laughs> trying to say something nice and positive, then they reminded me of Eden Hazard. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. But now my mojo, I have lost it. I don't want to say it again. Well, the are saying they'll take him back. Um, why? Why not? Yeah, why not? So what do they, they have? They still have. They're playing, they still have they're playing Hudson or Doy sometimes. Like, yeah, Hazard is better than him. <laughs> Callum, Callum Hudson Odoi is such a talented player. Mm-hmm. The decision making, man. Like, I'm like, dude, oh, he stresses me out. Football like decision making. Vinicius couldn't make good decisions. He was bad. He starts making good decisions. He's going off for Ballon d'Or. All, Don't tell anyone it's, yet. It's, it's, it's all wow. about the coaching, right? Look at Greenwood. Yo, can we send a petition, change that org? Did you guys not just hear what the nah, Exactly. I don't mean to tell you guys these things early. I'm not supposed to, no, but I'll do it because it's the Uncut 90. We are pretending we didn't hear it. continues this season the way he's going, all he needs Why is for Brazil to do well. For Real Madrid to actually win the league and be close in Champions League, and he's bro, in the bro. conversation for Ballon d'Or. It's like, equally, equally, if if Vincent Abubakar continues doing what he's doing right now, and, and Cameroon wins the Afcon and World Cup, African best player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, man. I All right, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't want to say it, but I have to say it. <laughs> Let us finish this episode. I, I think George. I'm sure boss of the week is not ready, and I don't think we even need boss of the week. No, it's not ready. It's not ready. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, let's do final words. Let's end this episode. Anything you want to get off your chest? I know we had a lot of people, so everyone didn't get to say everything, but that's okay. We have the segments. Um. 30 seconds or less, as quick as you can. Just get it off your chest real quick. Um, Rookie, I'm going to start with you, as always. Okay. Well, um, it's not going to be 30 seconds. Oh, God. But I'm going to try and make it as quick as possible. Appreciate it. I want to leave our listeners with some bits of knowledge. um, Because it's not just all banter here. (laughs) Um, so as many people were unaware of the Comoros Islands, I'm going to drop some Comoros. Yes. So, um, Comoros is actually a volcanic archipelago in the Indian Ocean off the coast of Africa. Comoros has a very small population, less than 870,000 people. Mm. So very small nation so it makes it even more impressive that they bested ghana my next fact is that there are 146 species of birds that are found in this country and of these only six were introduced by man while 140 of those birds are actually endemic wow the country's military and police forces both have only 500 personnel each (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this makes it for one of the smallest forces in the world. Hmm. And to my understanding, they do have beautiful beaches. So I encourage our listeners to book a vacation hmm. to the Comoros Rookie, Islands. Okay, quick question. Do you think the beaches at Comoros are better than the ones at Ghana? Oh, if I had to put my money on it, Delapo, I'm so glad you asked. I'd say absolutely. Hmm. Hmm. There you have it, folks. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, so and this is for this a banter words. for the Ghanaians, people who consider themselves Ghanaians. 
No, it was an educational moment oh, for sure, our listeners. Sure. No, that was that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, I saw something on Twitter. They said Komoro's Jollof is greater than Ghana Jollof. Um, George, final words. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so my final words, you know, um, there's been times where people have told us that the EPL is the greatest and most competitive league ever. You know, they told us that other leagues are the farmer, farmers' leagues. You know, the EPL is the best league in the world. But here we are in January 18th or January 19th, 2022. The EPL is done. We already know who's going to win the EPL. We have an idea who might be second. Um, This happened last season. It happened the season before, the season before, before the basically it's been happening <laughs> uh so yes i'm just here to say that the epl is officially the farmers league all you need to do is win 11 straight games 12 straight games 13 straight games and you will be crowned champion you need half a season basically you need half a season of good performances to win the epl so ladies and gentlemen in other leagues, in the Spanish league, the gap is four points. In the, even in the German league, it's less than six points. In the Italian league, there's competition. Even in the French league, there's competition. But here we are in the EPL, there's no competition. So, hmm. The EPL is officially what? Dolapo, the EPL is officially a what? Farmer's league. A farmer's league. Hmm. Thank you, guys. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, George. George, real quick question. I want you to predict something for me. Um, who's going to win the EPL next season? Oh, Man City. The season after uh, that, Man City. Come on. <laughs> come on. Let's do that. <laughs> come on, guys. There's no way. Come on. Uh, okay. And, and honestly, I, I have to agree with you. I think it's obvious. So, yeah. oh, um, But thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, some people welcome. might not have known I that. Know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, David, final words. Oh, I'm glad that you actually came to me because I I actually was not paying attention. And I'm you know you're, But you but you knew you, that you're... was your turn. Interesting. Oh no no, I wasn't paying attention. I was actually, you know, looking at this team. That's fine. That's but fine. yes, that's fine, David. You can always play this back. I can always send you like, you know, a clip. No, 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 no. I don't I don't watch the same no, movie. Fine. Fine. But <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is this is why we are going to start. You know, I'm all about positivity mm. and not negativity. You can ask my friends; they'll <laughs> tell you. But um, I want to give a shout out to young Marcus Rashford, at 24 year, 24 years old, falling into the same trap as Wayne Rooney, playing since 18. So they think you should be that you should be that guy and whatnot. But this guy is a gem. Same way Vinicius was being slandered and he wasn't good. I like the goal that you scored today, Rashford. Keep your head up. Second point I'm going to say is that you should look out for an academy started in Ghana, started by the people who care about the Ghanaian people. The Ghanaian people are people that deserve more than this. We're a powerhouse and we're in the mud. But you know what about what? what you know what they say about mud? We can wash it off. Hmm. So guys, we're gonna guys, we're gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce back. Don't let your heart be troubled. You know, we have the talent in there and we're gonna bounce back. So let's you know, there's let's no go. hope, guys. There's no hope for Ghana. Forget about it. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys, time 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 changes everything. 
don't worry about it. I've seen enough Ghanaian ballers. We just need to get our structure right. So the Ghanaians, I know you know we are feeling down right now, losing to Comoros and whatnot. But Real Madrid lost to Sheriff <laughs> at one point. <laughs> so so please, like guys, don't don't be worried. It's just about structural planning. We are gonna be back where we deserve to be. There's no hope. <clears throat> okay. No, thank you for that. I forgot about Rashford. He did score a goal today, helped my FPL team. Um, I think it's interesting that you're saying young Marcus Rashford. He's low-key starting not to be that young anymore. Um, he's getting old very the guy, quickly. The guy, the guy is 24, man. What's going on? No, no, no. Listen, this is how it works, right? He's going to be young. But, like, in two years, he's not young anymore. Like... You know, youth leave. But 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 you are saying you are saying in two years, but it's now. Yo, okay, wait, real quick question. Next season, do you think Rashford is going to be a guaranteed starter going into the season? I mean, if we get the right coach, because to be honest with you, like there's not that much talent right now in world football. Remember, uh, Atletico Madrid signed Jao Felix for what? George, what's the number? Uh, it was like 120 yeah, million. Same I Dude, like Vinicius Jr., I watch him. You guys are saying he's a baller. I agree he has improved, but there's not that much talent on the world stage. I believe in Marcus Rashford. I'll keep believing in him. Believing in him. So, like, stuff, stuff, you know, doesn't work out or, like, the end of his stuff. Let's go. Okay, okay. I just want you to be aware that his United career can be done, like, in a second, depending on who that's comes. Why I, that's why I advocate that, like, dude, like, the guy has enough talent. Like, I watch enough football to know, dude, there's not that many good players around here. Kinsley Coleman has gotten really good, but, like, and the Bayern's tutelage, you know. But Rashford has said this. I still believe in the guy. Very nice black guy, but you know what they say about young black guys. They get hit. Watching Rashford this past few games, but very stressful, very disappointing, very frustrating. Like, I have to put that But I've also, I've also watched a lot of these young players being very stressful. No, the thing with Rashford is, like... Like what, what game? What game did I even see? It was a recent game. Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. It was Newcastle. It was the guy was poor. not even that. I think it was probably the game before that. I had him in my FPL team, thinking I have a differential. You feel me? So I brought this guy in, and then I see the guy who lose the boy, and then you see him walking. I'm like, yo, like, Ronaldo is walking. You don't have to be walking. You feel me? The guy is very frustrating. I feel, I feel like I feel what's frustrating us. It was frustrating as hell to me too. But like, this is the thing though. The guy needs coaching. If you give this guy the same way they say you give Callum Hudson or Doyle to Pep, he'll be a baller. You give this guy to Pep, you make this guy a baller. He has all the attributes. But like, I'm not gonna get too deep into that. I'm just gonna leave it there. My Ghanaian people, man, just eat that jollof. We'll be okay. 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 Fair enough. Uh, Was final words. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna dedicate my final words to to um Donnie Van der Beek. <laughs> yes, don't get depressed. Don't be dismayed. Just keep your head up. Don't worry. Ten Hag is coming. Remember 2019. Your team is coming back. Ten Hag, Ten, Ten Hag is coming to save you. Just, just a couple more months, you know, he'll be here in no time and United will be back to to dominating, domineering football, possession in the middle of the park. Hey. Uh-huh. So, Donnie, okay. 
Donny, don't worry. I try. Like I, I, I wish I could message you. Send you. <laughs> you can if you want. You can. I'm just gonna send it through the air. America does it all the time. <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. Wes, real quick, um, would you take the young at Manchester United right now? Which the young? Barcelona now. Luke? No, now what do you mean, Luke the young? Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. D one, D the young. No, Luke the young has more goals than Hazard. Like, oh, yeah, of course. And then Why if not? if Pogba leaves, you know that also that leaves more space in the middle. So. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm just I'm just wondering because. Barcelona seemed like they're trying to push him out, and that no, just... that's not oh, that's oh, cool. really? That's, Yo, that's I, cool. I, I, if if Barcelona sell Frankie De Jong, come and you and Van der Beek and Ten Hag together again. This <laughs> 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 is a good point, Gary. Oh, okay. All of them Champions League medals. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to give you guys hope. I'm glad that that excited you. All right, awesome. Uh, and make a final words. Yes, uh, my final words. I did hear a lot of uh, very good final words today, I'll be honest. Uh, shout out to Ghanaian Rice, like uh, David highlighted, uh, Jalof Rice specifically. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Rookie's uh, quick shout out of the Comoros uh, geographic location. Uh, I thought it was very nice. I didn't know some of those facts. Uh, <laughs> George did say one or two things. Uh, Amnesia with George sometimes. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> but no, I want I want to say this now on behalf, and this is not my final word. This is a precursor to my final word. On behalf of 200 million people, I want to say 220. In fact, 220 plus million people. I want to say, arise, oh compatriots. Nigeria calls obey uh-huh. i just want to just let you guys know that today today super eagles we are all excited for you we know we will lift that title bring it home what did the british say yeah. it's coming home has it come home not really but that's not the point <laughs> that is not the point so then therefore my final word is quite simply this uh i heard a lot of things today very concerning i think the moral of today's story is Pep is the best thing that's happened to football, which I disagree with. <laughs> but shout out to, to Pep uh, proving himself again this season. Uh, we hope to see his reign end. Uh, the EPL is not a farmer's league. It is actually a competitive league. Uh, if you are in search of a farmer's league, you know where to go. EPL, and EPL. Just so EPL. happens that George, George claims to be from there. Um, Ghana. And then, last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, happy New Year to our fans. We know you guys are out there listening to us, and we appreciate every single share, every single like, and every single comment, suggestion, recommendation, and you know, quick shout out to Ernest for bringing in the air horn. That's all. Wait, quick shout out okay. to FC Barcelona Femini. Uh, the female version because we beat Madrid 1 0 in the old classical. Shout out to the. Is this where Barcelona is right now? Quick shout out to FC Barcelona for me. Quick shout out to them. We beat Madrid 1 0 in the old classical. We still, um, they packed 
They pack, so they pack, excuse me, Ricky, let me finish. They pack the camp now. <laughs> um, 100,000 people, they filled it up. Um, yes, yes. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. So if we're giving, if we're giving those type of, if we're giving those type of shout outs, you know, shout out to Marwan Fellaini. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Radio trying to make a comeback to the EPL. We need you. <laughs> The EPL is not a retirement home, guys. Testament to the EPL being a farmer's league. All the retirees are coming back. Hazard, Coutinho, Suarez. Coutinho is a good player, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Delapo. So, Delapo, can I say a question? Usman Dembele, is he a bust? he's not a bust. Oh, yes, he's a bust. What? Why is he not a bust? Huh? No. It's just why, why not? That's like playful. But but Hazard was injured. No, a lot went, of time. Yeah, he doesn't even start anymore, bro. When he's free, he doesn't even play. Of course, he can't start. Like oh. I mean, if you get fat and yeah. you get injured all the time, <laughs> exactly. It's like it, the, yeah, Dembele is a bust. I don't think there's any question about Dude, that. You, you guys are so harsh, man. Dembele yeah, is not a bust, man. He was injured, <laughs> guys. Was I don't injured. wanna he's I don't wanna argue too much about Dembele, but. Very Yo, the guy's a bust. I don't know what this. You don't need all this conversation. The guy's a bust. This guy, this let, guy me, let me tell you something. In and but that doesn't oh, make so him less you, of a bust. Okay, now you, like David, now you see yeah, the he's, a bust. he's a bust. He's a bust until further now. notice. He's definitely no, such a he's good player, man. Like, like, he's so good. That doesn't, but being good doesn't make you not a bust. Like at Barcelona, should we clarify that? Because to like look at the money they spent to bring him in. What, how often has this guy played? And even when he has played, what, what has happened? Has Literally nothing. Right. I mean, right. so hold on. Delapo, at one point, Ian Robin played for Real Madrid. My friend back in the day told me he was a bust. Then he left Real Madrid. Oh, no. Nah. So, David, I don't understand anymore. why. No, no, yeah, no. So he was My, a bust see, Wiki, I don't understand why David is making this argument. Because in the past, you used this argument. Again, you, bro, you said Hazard is going to come to La Liga and destroy the league. I don't understand. It exactly. didn't work out. It, 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 it didn't work out. So Hazard, Hazard no. is a bust in that's, in the league. Yeah. He is definitely. He is a bust. But but like if, if if Hazard is a bust, why is Dembele not a bust? Oh, but I just told you he's George. a bust. Like no no no. I, I think George. I, no, I, I, I think George. Like why is Dembele not a bust? If Hazard Dembele is a bust, is not a bust because one Dembele is fairly young. You feel me? That's one. He's fairly young. He's not he has nothing to do with he, has, he hasn't no. done anything in his career. He has not Boy, done anything in his career. I mean, like, one thing I know for sure is that he scored EPL teams. He scored Spurs. He scored Chelsea. Um, come on. Do like, do no, like it's not MVP. MVP. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you guys know. Back then, David... See, the difference between Marshall and Dembele is that Dembele's name is Dembele and Marshall's name is Marshall. <laughs> Now, back in the past, David used to make these arguments that, you know, if a player goes from uh, La Liga and the person plays goes to EPL and, the, and he flops in EPL, the league is trash. You feel me? So I'm using the same... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. This, 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 we're gonna end the episode right now all right thank you guys for listening as you can hear 
they want to continue talking forever, but we're not going to let you guys suffer through it. Um, next episode, we'll have more conversation about which league is better than which league, and maybe we'll actually have a special episode where we come prepared with notes and facts, and it's not just our opinions. Um, my final word is shout out to a couple of players that are dear to my heart. Um, shout out to Danny Alves, balling out, saving Barcelona. They couldn't have done it without you. Shout out to Coutinho, going back to the EPL and ruining Manchester United just like that. Very interesting to see. And last but not least, shout out to Vinicius. You heard it here first before anyone else. I was also the first person to tell you that Modric was going to win Ballon d'Or that year. People laughed at me. He won it. Vinicius, if he continues to do what he is doing, it's a big if, but I don't see why he can't. He will be in the conversation. Top 10 Ballon d'Or votes. And with that, I bid you good night. Can we end the episode?